Hey everyone, Frosty here. I finally started getting these shows uploaded to various podcast services again. Some of these episodes are a bit older than the day they became available on the service you are currently listening to it on, so please keep that in mind. One other quick note, these shows are now also sponsored by a wonderful company that provides two Japanese snack box options, Sakoriko and Tokyo Treat. They're both great options, but act a little bit differently. Tokyo Treat is solely focused on snacks that are the latest, most exclusive, and that are the limited edition or seasonal flavors of snacks you might enjoy now. So things like Sakura Pepsi and Japanese Sake Kit Kats. Also comes with ramen, drinks, and much, much more. Sakura is solely focused on supporting the local Japanese snack makers, which include traditional, authentic, and artisan snacks. They'll also come with Japanese teas and special items like tableware. If you have any interest in either service, please use the affiliate links in the description. Each sign-up supports what I do here with MogTalk, and it would be greatly appreciated. Just in case, the URLs are team.tokyotreat.com slash MogTalk or team.sakura.co slash MogTalk. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to Mog Talk. If you guys are unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chuck Bar Racing. Uh, and today is Saturday, July 15th, 2023, and we are going to be discussing uh, healing in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, and kind of the state it's in, now that we're kind of a little bit over that rating hump, we're not going to have too much more eight man content, uh, Savage wise at least. Uh, I brought on three experts to compliment my uh, stupidity here while we talk about healing. Uh, I'm going to let them kind of introduce themselves and we'll just go, go around clockwise, I suppose, or counterclockwise, depending on what group you're in. Uh, Momo, uh, can you tell everybody uh, who you are? Hi, my name is Momo. I'm a content creator for Final Fantasy XIV, uh, you know, resident healer stuck in healer jail. Um, <laughs> you know, started playing healer back in Stormblood and I've not left the job since, but uh, not to my own volition, of course. I, I, love, I love that I brought someone on the show who's like, I don't want to play healer, but I'm kind of forced to do it. I, okay, actually, okay, I actually <laughs> like healer. Okay. Unbeknownst to these two, I actually like, actually, I don't know about right now. I don't care if does not want to play healer, though. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, let's, let's get to it, let's get to it. Uh, Rodan, tell everybody who you are. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Rinon. I'm the uh, the token European here. I'm a controller player, healer main. Um, I make guides for... I make week one guides for week two clearers that then get outdated three weeks later. And uh, people complain about it for, <laughs> yeah. for six months after. Yeah. They're like, man, you really didn't think this guide out enough, huh? And I'm like, come on, man. I made it day five. Give me a break. Oh, that's great. You get it out so quick for the quick, like you know infamy of like having that guy for like <laughs> the rest of the tier um all right well cool 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 uh Kareth, can you tell everybody who you are uh yeah i'm Kareth. i'm not a content creator i heal for kindred uh and i've been trying to get free ever since shadow breakers you know it's not for lack of trying <laughs> one of these days i will not play healer and i will be free forever 
man, what did I do? Like, seriously, people recommend people to be on this show, and it turns out to be people who are like, oh, well, I kind of okay, do it because I'm the only one who will do it. It's not bad to have pessimistic, you know, like the sides, sure. you know? You have like the neutral, I'm gonna say Renan's neutral, okay? I don't know. Maybe he <laughs> likes it here and there. I'll be like, I'll be like the good guy. I'll be like, yeah, dude, healing's so good in this game. It's so fun. I love it. It's such an exciting and, and, and thrilling experience. Be careful, just be over there. He'll be like, nah, this shit sucks. I hate this. I wanna leave. I wanna get out of this. You know? I guess I kind of am in the middle because I, the way I think about healing is healing is great for exactly one week, and that week is prog. And then he like fucking sucks, and I just want to avoid it as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I ha I I I'm in a, a kind of the same boat in a way, but I approach the game in a way that makes me love healing. Uh, and it's it's masochistic, right? Uh, you you say that you love it for Prague, and so yeah, I do too. But I so I force myself in Party Finder Prague for months and months and months, and I. Uh, only join clear parties at Party Finder and heal. So the prog never leaves. Uh, so maybe that's that's why uh, I, I've come to love healing. Real quick, too, uh, we talked about this a little bit, but just to make sure, experience-wise with the healing jobs, I'm a one-trick pony right now with Sage, and I've, uh, I've played a little bit of uh, White Mage. Momo, have you kind of gone around and played all the healers? Yeah, I mean, I've played all the healers throughout the expansions. I mainly play Astro right now, though. Astro and Scholar. Okay, okay. Renan? Uh, yeah, I play everything. The only job I haven't progged on for quite a while is Astro, but I, I play every healer pretty much, yeah. Okay. Would you say you're a main of a certain healer, or is it literally just whatever? Okay, so I might as well breach the subject now because I know it's going to get spoken about. I was a huge scholar simp mm -hmm. when Endwalker released. And then after the first tier, I played Sage for literally the first time. And I, I can't go back to scholar now, so I'm a big Sage simp. <laughs> because it's so easy to play. Is Yeah, I play it, dude. <laughs> so it's really not that hard. Uh, sorry guys, I'm adjusting stuff on the screen too as we're going through. You'd think a professional person who runs a podcast would have all this stuff like in the right spot, but we're just, I'm doing it as we are live here. Uh, care if you experience wise with all the healers, I assume everything, but maybe you have a main. Uh, yeah, I've played everything. It's been odd moments since I played Astro though. Um, okay. I play Sage primarily for Prog, and then I'll play like Scholar when Kindred does speeds. Okay. Yeah, is that true? What happened this year, buddy? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Did you want the full explanation? Okay. Okay, buddy. Okay. <laughs> so for the first few turns, I will play Scholar because it does more damage and you hardly really ever have to move for the first few turns normally. Uh, I was planning on playing Scholar for 9 through 11 uh, and then we did 10 and I was like, eh, you got to move quite a bit. I'm going to play Sage. And so I swapped one turn early. But for ultimates mm -hmm. in the final turns, I'll always play Sage. Okay, okay, okay. Sage is a fun one, man. Uh, it, you know, it's a new healer that came out this expansion. We aren't going to see another healer probably for six years, you think? <laughs> this is, these are the healers we got. Um, so I kind of want to ask you a little bit about this and just start the show off with this topic in general. 
uh, now that we've we finished raiding here, uh, we're, we're not not likely going to get an ultimate or any other challenging, difficult content outside of Criterion. Uh, how do you feel about the current states of healers in Final Fantasy XIV now that we've kind of hit the end curve here and we've hit the final mark of what they decided to do, I assume, for development until 7.0? Dog shit, hate it. Care if I got your opinion. I, I was going to wait. I, I was being patient. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like being polite because, like, you know, I think I think most of us could talk of a storm. Do it, but whoever um, wants, who is ever going to do it more? You know what, Renan? This is the first time you've been on, right? Okay, okay. Why don't you take the floor I, here I, and go first. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm not going to talk about job balance or anything like that for now, but I feel like Square Enix always kind of misses the mark in terms of making healers really engaging to play. Uh, it's it's like a mixture of things, right? Like the first of all, the DPS rotations are completely garbage. I think it's fair to say there, there's almost nothing to care about. But also, I kind of have a problem with current healers, and that is that every expansion they get so many tools to deal with every single issue that you never have to think beyond. Okay, there is a damage profile coming in like five seconds. I, I have a square tool and I'm going to put it in the square hole. There we go, problem solved. And you never think beyond that. In, even in a prog scenario, you never think beyond that. I'd say the only scenario that you think any further or any deeper is potentially in like high-tier speedruns, right? And what I'm kind of hoping for next expansion is that instead of just giving us, oh, here's two extra healing tools, enjoy. Now your healers never have to GCD. I'm really hoping that instead of doing that for all of the jobs, they instead give us some interesting utility and some wacko tobacco stuff. Like I remember Karath uh, has mentioned in the past having Scholar be able to swap place with its fairy, right? Or also, why does Oni Sage have a gaff closer? Why don't why don't they all have a gaff closer or a, or a jump to party member or something like that, right? True. I feel like making the jobs more interesting and kind of differentiating them from one another is really essential to make healing a little bit more fun in my opinion so you just said just 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 make sure i i heard that right uh making them all different and unique but why don't they all have a charge and jump around utility well the, okay the charge is fun right <laughs> okay <laughs> I, want them all to have that. I want them to be able to jump around i love mobility okay. in this game it's 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 hilarious yeah, it's it, just it, things like the dash, right? Like, it, it it's very, like, it, I don't know, like, coming from, okay, we're going to Boomer, all right, it's coming. So, coming from Stormblood healing, right, Boomer we're Stormblood? only, like, are you serious? I mean, I could talk about, like, <laughs> Heaven's Ward, too, if you want, but, like, okay. I feel like Stormblood's really emblematic, because there was, like, only one healer that was, like, Sleeper, right? Okay. Which was, like, White Mage, right? Which is... Funny enough, like, kind of how all the healers work now. Mm -hmm. Like, it felt different going from, like, Scholar to Astro. But, like, the there's almost no difference between the jobs outside of, like, you know, increasingly niche scenarios. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like for, for a role like healing, it's, it's kind of important that they feel different. At, at okay. least, I don't know, man. They well, suck. I fucking hate yeah, them. Um, <laughs> the the Endwalker also introduced one of the core changes, uh, which is like pretty controversial, I think, in terms of like how each side of the player base feels about it. Because like the hardcore player is gonna be like, eh, you know, it's kind of 
whatever but it's like really it was really good for like a casual side but the 1.5 second cast time implementation was like that was like a very big change in how healers played mm. and for like astrologian it made sense right like to have a 1.5 second cast time but like once you implemented that like every healer became like there was like no downside to using your healing tools mm-hmm. like before you had to kind of like plan where to put stuff like into like your 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 dot windows or forcing a swift cast window or like whatever but like now that doesn't exist you just kind of press buttons and weave stuff in between which is good i think for like the majority of player base right but it does dumb down the ceiling a little bit which i think a lot of the hardcore players didn't like and one of the reasons why a lot of them switched off in the first place because like even in shadowbringers like scholar was like it, it wasn't like a stormblood right but like there was still like a lot of optimization you could do to kind of like circumvent like some of the fun back into it uh but yeah, I mean, it's the same with, same with White Mage. White Mage was actually kind of fun too to optimize back in Shadowbringers. But White yeah. Mage Shadowbringers was as good as it ever got. Yeah. Yeah, you, you had to work really hard in order to get your tools out and be able to move to the next mechanic. Whereas nowadays, it just kind of it happens naturally, right? You you get a weave window with every GCD. You don't have to think about it. You get a movement window with every GCD, and you don't have to think about it. But the problem is, there's there's nothing in place of that, mm-hmm. so the fun has gone down. Yeah, yeah, like slide casting no longer has any value for the most part. Like that was like a slide casting was like one of the core skills that you had to learn as a healer before in Walker. And if you didn't learn it, you were just you were bad, right? Like you were a bad healer. Uh, but like now you don't like you have no reason to really learn how to slide cast unless you play like Black Mage or something. Mm. No, that's a really good point. Uh, again, being a Sage main, I don't I don't think about movement at all. I just move. Yeah, I mean, even if like, even if like, yeah, like there, there's no need to learn how to slide cast properly anymore. Yeah, like you can still learn how to do it, and like you'll like be better for it. But like, there's no skill to like disparity between like two players that know how to and don't know how to. Okay, well, I mean, that is interesting. Do you do you feel like that was something? Uh, I know that's. It seems like your the, your opinion on it, and a lot of other people seem to share that opinion a bit. But the people who don't watch the show, I guess, the the people who are a little bit more casual, the people who are just kind of playing healers to playing to play it, they probably love this change, right? Um, well, I think it's good. I think it's I needed. Mean, I mean, it, it was. It, I mean, I don't know if it was needed, but I think it's a good change of raw because I mean, even like in a in a isolated like friends group, like it's just it's obvious that like more people want to play healer because it's just more accessible now. So that is something that I do want to go over a little bit. Uh, healing. It feels like there are more healers out there. Uh, again, I know, just to be clear, I, I do a lot of Party Finder. <laughs> and so, uh, and I am kind of in a biased point of when I join a party, I am the healer. So uh, I usually join parties pretty fast. I'm usually waiting on like physical ranged and like magical ranged more than anything else. I feel like healers fill up a lot faster than they used to. So I do agree, kind of to your point, it seems like there's a handful more healers out there uh, playing the game now. Uh, am I wrong in that assumption? Renan, Karif, do you guys feel like there's an increase in people who are healing now? I think there's just more people that are playing the game in general. But, I mean, it, it feels roughly the same for me, personally. I mean, I haven't, looking at, I haven't like looked at the log counts and then also looked at, like, the player populations between expansions and see like you know like proportionately has it gone up but mm-hmm. uh whenever i join under goon unless it's 10 i'm always waiting on healers if it's 10 <laughs> you're waiting on tanks okay 
<laughs> You're always you said, waiting on thanks for 10. Every time. You know, uh, I, I don't know if I share that same experience so far, but I could see it. Do you think the towers really killed tanks that much? I think the, um, towers, the towers are the best part. Yeah. yeah, they're the best part of 10. <laughs> I'm so excited when I get to tank Peter. Like, I, I know this isn't a point of the show, but like fights like 10 really like could make healing fun. Like despite every the way healing is, like having a having a fight that not only has mechanics like the thing, but like more importantly, have mechanics that people die to in funny ways can make anything fun, yeah. including healing. Like now, uh, just you know, in general, ten is the one I'm most excited to do every single week. Uh, I I love ten. I love healing it. I love healing it with random people. Uh, I I feel like ten is maybe the best fight in the entire game. I know that's a take, right? <laughs> but I is near perfect, and uh, it has so many little aspects of it that makes it a a fun, interesting fight. With all the extra frustrations, there's so much that a healer can do in that fight when things go wrong. Uh, and so I feel like they did a really good job with that. Um, but I have been talking, you know, to a handful of players. Overall, most people will say they hate 11, right? It's Or not hate it, just they're mad about it. They don't really care about it. It's boring. DPS-wise, you're just kind of sitting there, and then every once in a while, mechanic happens. But when you're dealing with a party finder that's fucking up all the time, healing is fun on that fight too. And so um, I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, but I, I'm putting a lot of party finder bias in this just because I know you guys do a lot of well, static stuff. And so I'm trying to explain it in a way of healing seems to be really fun when people are all messing up all the time. I mean, I think it's like healing is like tightly coupled with encounter design in a way that other roles maybe not so much because of the amount of like quote unquote recovery tools healers have or supposedly mm -hmm. like have right um and so on fights that like actually permit usages of those like healing can be fun uh you know like finding good ways to use them and saving pools uh mm -hmm. though i mean i feel like i mean obviously i don't know for sure, but like I, I feel like increasingly there's more eight out of eight body checks in like mm -hmm. more recent content than there was before. So I'm not certain that I'm getting that from really uh getting that as from fights as much as I'd like. Okay. Um I, well I guess when we were talking about uh, 10 in particular, that has some really hard checks where people either stack or they don't stack and they all die, right? And then I think uh, a lot of teams just took up the sack strat where they just throw the guy who got the, the roll stack off the side and res him afterwards. Um, but I don't know. There, there's. I feel like there's a misconception with things that you can recover versus what you can't recover. Uh, in Party Finder, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Do you do you feel like most of the stuff, there isn't like enough stuff that you could actually recover from that is just a hard check, you just die? Um, I mean, like, obviously, with extremely niche circumstances, you can recover almost any mechanic. Like, even a mechanic where Square Enix obviously intended for you to die, mm -hmm. so like uh, the shapes in P12, P2. Mm -hmm. uh, if you move at just the right time and the right speed, a player can take two tethers during classical and 
eat both shapes and save the raid. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's obviously not their intention. And I feel like a lot of mechanics are designed like classical, right? Like, uh, and if not designed like it, designed to almost certainly slowly guarantee the end of the raid. So like nine, I think the majority of the mechanics in that fight will like, it's basically a gotcha game on whether or not like, if so if you go into like the Protean or the partners with like seven people, mm-hmm. you're kind of like praying that the person that the people or a person that dies from that is like not the healer. And that's yeah. not tested. Like the recovery solution for that isn't, are you a good healer? It's, are you lucky? Like, <laughs> yeah, did, did you win the gamble? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that kind of sucks too. I wish there were some way to uh, control that. I feel like that uh, is a really horrible feeling when uh, just randomly someone gets an extra mechanic and dies. Um, I feel like it's uh, it's almost like a direct result to the fact that over the, maybe like Stormblood, maybe the start of Shadowbringers, but in the past there were so many encounters where both res cheesing and hyper mitigating were so so overpowered in terms of dealing with a mechanic, and they were like, okay, we we don't want people to do this anywhere anymore, so we're gonna add binary body checks to as much things as possible. And that kind of takes a lot of agency away from healing because you can kind of, you can salvage like the micro things, but the macro things are going to go to shit 90% of the time, no matter what, if something goes wrong, right? And it, it removes a decent chunk of what makes you feel really good about saving a pull as a healer, just because you can do it less often. Because let's say somebody messes up classical and you see the tellers lock in, you can't be like, okay, I'm going to pop everything and we'll live. You're just like, okay, it's over. Next pull, we move on. And that feels like a bit of a paradigm shift from the way FF used to be like five years ago, right? And I haven't decided which one I prefer yet, but it's definitely a bit of a marked change at the very least. From the perspective of healing, I don't really like it at all. Like, I do agree that, you know, maybe completely nullifying Earthquake during 09S makes Scholar a little bit too powerful, but it does make it really fun. I, I think Momo knows exactly what I'm talking about. We can like mm-hmm. remove all the debuffs and the dot just by like having enough mitt for like uh, 09. And there were, there were other mechanics that were similar. And like that, that kind of tech, like I, th- that's what got me into healing, right? And so like when Shadowbringers happened and like slowly they, they peeled away from it, uh, I think that's when the, the jaded Karathark began. <laughs> and uh is you know what i i feel robbed I, f- I feel robbed frosty okay okay that's fair i wasn't <laughs> robbed because i just start healing fair. like last year so uh that is true yeah, yeah. i can't miss what you never had yeah well i mean yeah, i healed I... midas but <laughs> you know that was a long time ago i guess like to to talk about it a little more it was it was kind of like a, a case of skill expression right because doing mm-hmm. those things were were not easy to do you would need to plan your entire party mitigation around being able to invalidate these mechanics and it's the same way the okay i, I i'm gonna be like a stormblood boomer person again uh the way the in stormblood scholar also had dps skill expression right because they had miasma too and it was a risk reward you would you would sacrifice mana and potential safety in order to get more DPS. And I really feel like skill expression is a big thing that's missing from not just healers, but a lot of jobs in the game right now, since they've become more homogenized. And skill expression is what makes 
higher end players have a better time with the game, at least the way I feel about it. And I, I guess that's kind of what I'm hoping for next expansion. I'm hoping that while they've made all these changes, this expansion to make the game more fun for the for the like more entry player and make everything a bit more easy to get into. I'm hoping that we can keep that and also get some more ways to have interesting skill expression next expansion, because I think that would make healing a lot more fun. <laughs> I think it also benefits, you know, people that might not still be as hardcore, because, like, I guess, like, to clarify, like, you know, just because someone's casual doesn't mean that they don't enjoy improvement, right? Like, they can still very much enjoy... They, they might just not have the time or they might enjoy other types of content more, right? But, like, there's plenty of people, you know, that I know, uh, you know, that, that only put, like, a few hours a week into this game, but they, they still enjoy, you know, like, becoming better DPS-wise on the jobs they play and whatnot. And so having DPS skill expression for healers, I feel like gives it a bit more sticking power when it comes to, like, player entertainment and retention mm -hmm. that is... Present in some other jobs, but not healers. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny because um, Astra has a lot of skill expression in its current state when it comes to like how you play it. But the issue with Astral Legion is that you will not get that fulfillment unless you have a static, but not just a static. It has to be like an, a fairly optimized static, which like I would say like 95% of the player base does not have access to. Like they made a job that's like really fun and really engaging, not only from like a like DPS perspective, but from a healing perspective too. Like uh, just the way the toolkit works, like Macrocosmos is like one of those abilities in the game that just gives you full control of like how you use it. Uh, and there's like so many ways you can use it, not just for like healing, but for like movement and damage too. Like there's so much you can do with it. But um, like CU, uh, star timings, horoscope timings, like there's so much on that job. But I do feel like it's just like one of those things where it's like how do you make a healer feel i guess engaging and rewarding in its current state that's like not centered around party focus because well, i don't think you can i don't i don't think you can either but i can definitely i don't think it's a binary right i think there could be mitigative factors to pull it like to give you more individual agency in those tools like yeah. Like, I guess, like, you know, DPS scholars, like, in Stormblood, right? Like, you could still have fun optimizing your damage in Party Finder. It just was, like, a matter of magnitude how much you got out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, you get a lot more enjoyment in the static, but, like, it was still there in partial form in, like, the nightmare times when, like, you were peeling people off the floor constantly. <laughs> I'll let you know I'm peeling people off the floor all the time. Um... The only, the only downside is that when you're in Party Finder, most people don't understand how recoverable things are. And when some people die, they all just run into the wall. Um, but, like, I feel like, for example, um, one of the big things, uh, the memes are, is, you know, Bonds 3 is uh, Healer Limit Break 3, right? Uh, as soon as that happens to recover, like, if two people die, uh... It's do you res those two people? Uh, do you have two people that could res them quick enough? If three people die, you have to hit healer LB3 in order to get past uh, the next mechanic almost immediately. Uh, and there's some things that just like line up 
that makes me think that there is a lot more thought coming down to how these fights are designed for healers in a prog atmosphere. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think that I'm, I'm talking with veterans right now, and I'm just a little sprout <laughs> when it comes to healing. I don't, yeah. I don't disagree that they designed fights. I don't, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know about for prog specifically, but we do know yeah. they designed fights with like healers in mind because they don't. They are very adamant on the fact that they don't want healers to feel any more demanding in certain spots than like a DPS or tank, which is why like during like heavy mechanics, there's no healing. It's just like you're just another player on the field at that point when there's like a major mechanic happening. Like uh, they kind of purposely design stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, um, I'm trying to think, I keep going to P10. I, I constantly, like literally 50% of my time awake in the last month or so has been like P10. <laughs> so like, I keep thinking about that fight over and over again uh, and how I've, I've found to like try to optimize a couple different things in there. I mean, just like, the healing that goes into certain spots like the turrets for example the tank being hit back and forth and trying to make sure they're topped off in the right way mm -hmm. just finding where you can place these abilities when they're getting hit with the towers the dots are taken over and then the mitigation the tanks are using and when they're going to have mitigation versus when they're not going to have mitigation uh and there's just so much that you have to really think about uh again i'm thinking about this in like just rng will the player actually hit their buttons and how do i recover that situation uh, but you guys have set situations when you're progging with your group, right? That you're all kind of familiar with too. Um, well, when you when you prog, you should definitely prog with the idea of fault tolerance. Like, mm. never assume that. Like, even if you're playing with the best players in the world, eventually they're going to uh, miss an addle or something, right? And at that right. point, like, you don't want your mitt and prog to be so finely tuned that like a ten percent makes or breaks a mechanic mm -hmm. yeah uh i feel like healing right now when everyone knows what they're doing is absolutely miserable and the worst thing in the game um but i don't know if you guys feel that same way too i think it's just yeah. like any other job to be honest yeah, <laughs> yeah. i I feel like all of the jobs are kind of like that because uh, I well, think we talked about it before, right? They're so they're so kind of homogenized, and the damage mm -hmm. profiles are so they. It's difficult to make a damage profile that nobody's seen before. So nowadays, it's like okay, you you see this incoming damage. There's two raid wides. You're like okay, we just do the same thing as X fight. We just do the mm -hmm. same thing as Y fight. There we go. No more thought. We're done. Um, and it's difficult to really give an insane amount of damage that is going to make everybody have to pay attention and, and be on their toes all of the time because then the players that are qu not quite as practiced are going to have a really, really bad time of it, right? So it's uh, it's I think it's very hard to make it super engaging all of the time, so it, it just ends up being the way it is, right? Well, at least you're pressing other buttons besides one with the other jobs, right? <laughs> True. So <laughs> that's the big difference. <laughs> To be clear, in an optimized environment, hitting one instead of two tactically, like, doesn't make any, like, you know, right. physical difference. I was going to say like, the exact same thing. It, like, it's, it, all jobs are the same in Oppy at this point, and that's, like, a broader discussion, I guess, of, like, how Square Enix, like, you know, has been slowly mm -hmm. eroding, like, you know, complexities across the board, not just in healers. I think it's just most visible in healers, I guess, right? Right. All right. Um, you're gonna you're gonna find that more often. Like you're just just like I think the the new player will probably be like, oh my god, DPS is so much more fun than than healer. But like once you play 
a lot more like once you open yourself up to like a lot more roles and you experience like every role for what it is it's like sure like okay when you're first learning a job like oh my god it's really fun like monk like monk black mage like actually black mage is probably an exception monk like ninja <laughs> Green, like they all they all like have like their own niche stuff when you're learning it but like once you learn a job you could like browse twitter on the side and like probably not mess up like it, it, it doesn't become it becomes the same thing as like a healer you're just pressing more buttons yeah for the same effect i mean i think that's the same for although whether they're in a static environment or not most dps they don't do anything different ever once they figure out a fight right they do exactly the same thing um they don't ever have to react to anything same thing with tanks they i mean you could do a cover play or some kind of goofy stuff every once in a while with a tank but you don't really get too much of that right healers are the only ones that have those reaction tools or am i wrong on that i mean in, in optimization you, you don't use like everything has a spot i i would say like i guess there's probably some flexibility with mm -hmm. some fights with maybe the astro tools like specifically their single target tools but like the moment you need to build lb Jin, like all your tools are like going out the window to build LB. <laughs> uh, That's like and, the point zero 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 one percent. That's worrying about that, though, right? Well, okay, but yes, but like with healers being as like so, what Momo said is true. Like at the end, all jobs are effectively the same after right. you've gotten them down. But like the road to that point for healers, it feels like really short, comparatively speaking, yes. and that like. So for, for a job, your, your personal progression path, right, might be, I don't know, we'll just contrive number here, a month, right? But a healer, it might be like two weeks instead. And, and the reason is, is that there's more things for you to do. And as a result, healers often, when they do optimization, find themselves faced with uh, increasingly niche and like, honestly, kind of insane things you have to do to optimize. Like, it should not be a conversation that, like, yes, it is sometimes a DPS increase to hit a macro that says broil 15 times in a row. And no, I will not explain on the stream why that is sometimes the case. But, like, it, it and, and that's, like, my gripe with Healer, right? Like, I don't expect the content to, like, keep me entertained indefinitely. Mm -hmm. I just, it, it is, it is just, like, so worn down that I, I i feel bad for anyone getting into healing because like if you got a static frosty mm -hmm. it would be so over for you i feel like like well, coming I do, from pf you would be so bored technically like, i do have a static for top only um and i'm healing with them uh although that fights just make mechanically it keeps you mentally engaged the entire time uh, and then when you start to fall asleep, then you have to wake back up again because you'll die to something. So, I, f I feel like ultimates really highlight a lot of issues with healing design too, just different ones. I mean, the way that the oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was, just, I was gonna chime in over like ultimate has less healing checks than savage in terms of like uh, the duration, right? Like savage fights generally like eight to ten minutes, but there's more healing checks in those than a like eighteen minute ultimate fight. No, but you see, Yoshi P made the number bigger, and you have to use more tools to live yeah. certain AoEs. So like it's, it's really extremely engaging healing, hitting two yeah, yeah. blue buttons instead of one, okay? Your like mandated 60-second raid wide is coming in, lads, hit the buttons. There we go. Okay, yeah. back to 1-1-1. One, one, one. <laughs> it goes 
Yeah, it goes back to the point I was saying before, though. Like, they, they purposely design mechanics with healing in mind, because, like, you'll generally never have a hard mechanic to do where there's, like, a lot of healing, right? Like, the hardest mechanic in that fight to heal is probably Hello World in terms of just, like, outgoing damage. And, and it's been then, made a little bit easier now with the range, too, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but even then, it's just, like, there's... It's literally just mitigate, heal in between, and that's it. Like, just even if you want to like dumb it down to the simplest, like each healer uses one GCD for every like, like healing mechanic, like every pop of damage, then it's already like kind of like solved, right? Mm -hmm. Like one shield, one one heal, one shield per AOE, and you're you're kind of just like done. And then you just add like the off GCD tools in between. Yeah. I don't think this fixes the issue, but it would be nice to see like more variations, not in like in like specifically damage frequency and potentially giving players some agency and when the damage comes out. So what I mean by this is uh Garuda phase in Ultima. <laughs> that that's that's what I mean by this really is um like Garuda uh being able to basically decide when the damage goes out in that phase actually creates marginally more interesting healing scenarios than like top right where it's like you you see the p6 timeline and like within 30 seconds i guarantee your healers like have something figured out that will get you through the door right like whereas like with garuda giving them more agency in the frequency of the damage you might actually you know not you might miss the optimal path immediate or immediately and like want to revisit it later on. Well, the Hello World kind of has that a little bit too, I guess, with the breaking of tethers, right? Uh, when you're going to let that damage roll out, but it's still within, I guess, that same window. It's not the exact same comparison, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I I feel so weird about this too because I. I am absolutely like bright eyed and just like in love with healing right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard for me to talk. This is one of those shows where like uh, I feel bad saying my thoughts on it because I'm like, I don't know if I have the right to say it at I the mean, same time. No, but... the, new, the new player perspective is absolutely valid and you shouldn't be ashamed uh, of enjoying yeah. something that I... like... I, you know, other people might not because they've been doing it for like eight years, right? Like, yeah, so I, I feel like literally all of us probably had that exact same experience, which is why we play healers and why we wish that they were maybe in slightly a better spot so we could reclaim a spark of our previous enjoyment, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, go in a party finder, <laughs> heal a party finder. <laughs> it is a masochistic, like, satisfaction of some sort uh when you're just presented with just random people dying to stupid things and you're like is there a way we can get everybody back to 100 percent? you guys have experienced that in the past uh i'm sure um uh, but it is finding like and learning these fights too uh for for example there's a handful of physicians in p11 uh where i've just seen people die just randomly to like mechanics. I'm like, do I have time to res these people or do I, you know, what's the choice? Do I get them up really quick 
or do I uh, heal everyone to full for the next raid wide? What's the next mechanic? And knowing the fights and overall figuring out the little holes of uh, when you can repair the situation and what's the best way to do it. And if you're going to have a body check in a second, if there's no way you can get past it, unless if you res somebody. Um, if you res... And also, chat just brought up dark and light. Do you res this party finder member in dark and light, or do you wait to put out that res because they're going to hit it automatically and kill somebody? Right. There's no way you trust Party Finder. <laughs> so you do not raise them before you see that area. That is, yeah, you are trolling if you raise them before that raid white goes. Yeah, it is so interesting to uh, to me right now to kind of figure out uh, how I can react to someone making a mistake and how the fight's going to work. And it can't always be someone died immediately, res them immediately. Same thing with P10. If someone walks off the platform while you guys are going across the web, you gotta wait till you get over to the other side uh, for the timing of that and everything else. But then you have a raid wide that's gonna happen right afterwards as well, right? So is your other healer doing anything? Are they, they doing anything to mitigate that uh, bleed that's coming up? Uh, do you have to hard cast because you already res someone else? I, I don't know. There's little things that have to go through your brain pretty quickly or else you know, you could wipe over stuff. Uh, and that that feels enjoyable to me right now. And that's why I, I'm I'm loving healing so much uh, in Party Finder. Um, but you guys don't have any interest in ever doing that again, it sounds like, from what I've heard from you guys before. I feel like going into the PF mines on healer is my start of expansion training arc because there's one thing that PFing on healer is really good for. And it's when you're kind of out of practice, it's a really good tool in order to get you back in practice and making up for other people's mistakes in proc. And mm -hmm. I, I do that at like the start of every expansion for like a month or two, because I, I, I find it a really good like practicing tool. But there there comes a point where that kind of get, gets old, right? And at that point, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm done outside of proc now. I'm playing other jobs. There. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like every job, uh, like you guys were talking about, it gets over-optimized, and when you get into any rating scenario at all, uh, the only one that has some sort of randomness to it would be Healing Party Finder. Nothing else has any kind of like random part of mechanics. It's all a dance that you execute the exact same way every single time, uh, is how it seems like, at least to me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I can, it can get kind of old. Just walling a, a fight over and over and over again uh but and just resing people constantly is the same thing after you get it completely figured out i guess maybe it's not that big of a deal i mean I, I, they throw stuff like in there like the asunas right <laughs> i guess i don't know That's how you guys crazy. feel about the the two fights that have something to be asunas yeah i'll tell you how i feel about it uh sir went bard and uh i don't hit the button <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> unlucky they didn't put enough of them in i guess oh again in party finder you might need to do more than one asuna in p10 uh <laughs> on my pf healing arc i'll yeah. sometimes do it on my alts because um on, on my on my alt like off stream i'll, mm -hmm. I'll sometimes pf one healer but it's not it's not as enjoyable as it used to be yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as soon as it's not engaging, it's not. It's just something you're like, hey, is someone about to mess up? Let me just look and see if someone messes up. 
and then fix it really quick if someone messes up. There's not too much. And Crush Helm, uh, I think, again, just so you guys know, I'm still progging P12 in part. Like, I've done all of my prog in Party Finder. Uh, did that last tier. I'm doing it this tier as well. Uh, and it's miserable. But uh, I'm on P12, and we're on, I'm on Pangenesis. Um, and I see the Crush Helm mechanic with a paladin covering the other guy. Uh, and that is the current, I don't know if that's like the current meta paladins are using in that, but they just hollow ground it and just cover the other guy. That's that entire mechanic. Um, which is maybe their one moment to shine and support. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but it's, it's such a tight little window to, to hit and it feels just like they're doing it. So they have an excuse for the spell to still exist. Okay. Niche ramble really quick. Sure. And maybe Renan and Momo will agree with me here. But, like, there was actually an interesting use for Asuna briefly in T. Because, like, it was, like, back when you had the old cast, right? Uh, you had the old cast time, but Asuna was still a fast cast. And so you could use it oh. in T for throttles to weave things. And that was actually kind of cool and fun and neat. Yeah, oh. I think there's also applications in EAS where you would use Asuna to optimize, just to give you that free space. Really? Yeah. It's where a would you really Asuna? fast cast. Diamond Frost. Yeah, you have to. I can't remember. I only tank that. Uh, but I can't even remember anything about Asuna. Maybe Party Finder just did an Asuna in there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the Asuna's in the P12 or whatever. Would probably feel a lot better with the old cast time, considering like you'd probably like do some funky stuff based mm. around like what we were doing at the time. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, now like it's it's just like an outdated system now. Yeah, it used to it used to feel kind of good because you'd feel like you sacrificed a GCD, but you'd gain a weave slot or or something that you could use to get an ED and get a, get an off global something like that. Whereas now it's just like, well, there goes a GCD. Oh well, moving on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to cast at the you know exact GCD that you need to do it, or it's the dude's dead, right? Um, they can they can live with one stack if they hit all their mitt, right? <laughs> yeah, again, <laughs> so yeah, I, I I just don't deal with people who do their stuff right currently. Like I I'm currently in the mindset, and I haven't thought about it in a while. Is that everyone I play with is I expect them to fail uh, constantly. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, okay, so, we've talked a lot about it, and it, it, the direction it seems like they're going with healing, from this conversation so far, is more of simplification overall of the job, right, and trying to make it easier for new players to get in and start healing and not make it so scary, and would you feel like that's the, a generalization, a good general statement to say about the direction they're taking healing within Walker? I, I I'd say it's probably a good statement for almost every job in general. I think mentioned before, probably Black Mage is the only exception. It's mm -hmm. maybe the only job that hasn't been intentionally simplified and and made very much into a plug and play job that you can apply to most situations. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I think it's pretty fair to say yeah. I, yeah. Why do a lot thing? of bad players play uh, Black Mage? Do you think? 
Because they've seen a good Se player play black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> serotonin, funny number. It looks cool. It feels cool when you do it right. Like <laughs> it's like the only real caster as well. Like I mean, okay, okay, that's fair. I mean, like okay, so I know you don't like it when people say that Square Enix doesn't play their own game uh, on this show. So I'm not going to say that, right? Okay. <laughs> it, but they do it, play it is, their game. Yeah, they I'm do. sure. I'm sure they have someone very lovely playing the healers or something but it's very clear that whoever that lovely person is or you know persons or mm -hmm. who's ever like in charge of the job design uh sure as hell doesn't like it uh or at the very least uh isn't as invested as whoever really anyone it could be a guess uh is leading the black mage uh, design right you like, mean yoshida yeah no, <laughs> like you, know, you don't know it could be anyone it could be anyone <laughs> um, i don't even think about healers i mean it, it's probably i don't know it feels like i mean they they design it right because like they don't design it for people who play the game for like more than like probably like a couple hours a week so like they don't want i don't know they don't want to like make too much of like a time investment for it probably mm -hmm. but it exists with black mage like they that that like optional level of like i think black mage is like there. a mistake i think they don't that they don't intentionally like make it as hard as it is, right? <laughs> i think i think that's i mean okay, okay like, we could we could laugh but like that's a that's a real thing that happens in this game like they okay. they unintentionally make things harder than like they they design them to be right like they don't they don't mean to make things hard a lot of the times right because they end up going back and like neutering it or like changing it to make it more simplified but, and it's just something that is it's a real thing and it's probably happening in the black mage where it's just like they don't intentionally like make it hard right mm -hmm. like the intentional solution is probably like the standard black mage rotation where you just yeah, fire ice yeah. like they don't they don't like i mean maybe it's okay. hard to say with like the like paradox right because paradox is like the the solution to like old black mage tech hmm. but they they fix other okay so when Liz releases a video on monk for the 12th time right and finds an unintended way to play it they fix it like within the like next patch cycle or two generally right i i, I can't recall the last time black major was unfun to play right i i so it, it's that lack of like action against that job that isn't present in the other jobs that makes me think you know like it's not a mistake Obviously, you know, it could be, right? I guess we don't know. But, you know, there, there, there's not a similar level of action. You guys could ask Yoshida at FanFest. I'm not going to FanFest. Oh. Only thing worse than playing healer is being close to Final Fantasy players. Damn, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh... Uh, okay, so the other thing... <laughs> God the other thing to talk about with... Uh man, are you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta drill in this real quick. Momo, are you going to FanFest? No. No. Okay, so I'm the only one going to FanFest here. Uh, Renan, are you going to go to the EU one? Uh, I'm not going to any of them though. All right, all right, all right, guys. I'll ask Yoshida when I'm there. Uh, I'll, I'll see. Uh, I'll see what he says. Uh. <laughs> Uh, the other thing with Endwalker, healing-wise, changing, making stuff easier, is that they also went away from this 
the statement of not having, you know, letting healers be kind of all be able to play together, right? You still kind of can, but they did separate it and do a pretty hard cut barrier, barrier healers versus pure healing. Do you feel like that change with that exp this expansion as well was a good change and the direction they should have taken now that we're kind of through it again? Honestly, uh, maybe maybe other people would disagree, but I kind of feel like it was a performative change more than anything because in actuality it didn't change all that much at all. <laughs> like uh, aside from removing uh, shield healer from Astro, which I suppose they were probably going to do anyway, I, I feel like it was very much a a very surface level change that hasn't really affected the paradigm of healing or what kind of jobs you'd pick together. At least that's the way I feel about it. I mean, you wouldn't really pick White Mage and Astro together, would you? Uh, probably not, but in most cases you wouldn't be for... Well, not all cases, but in most cases you wouldn't be for, right? I feel like... But I feel like nowadays... How to say it? There's there's still definitely an argument for taking two shield healers, put it that way, right? There, there's definitely an argument for taking Sage Scholar in certain situations. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely not been universally cut and removed or anything like that. Right. Um, and and maybe depending on if they ever decide to do interesting damage profiles that don't rely on one shots, maybe there'll be an argument for taking White Mage Astro at some point. Uh, I'm not sure that's true. That might be copium, but but there could be a world in which that's true as well. <laughs> I mean, it's ironic that the meta went from because back in uh, Shadowbringers, the meta for like a lot of these fights was White Mage Astro, and it's ironic that the meta switch for like if you're gonna bring a double healer it's gonna be double shield now instead of double regen yeah yeah i mean well they encourage the separation though all right they encourage it by putting something in party finder that literally says this is your barrier healer this is your pure healer they put that clear cut in there uh so when you're like recruiting or you're looking for other people is that you're looking for that that combo with a shield and a, a pure healer to making that as sort of a statement it's not required um but they're they're moving that type of language within the overall community are they not i think i think the change is probably just for pia thinking about it for a moment because like the only time where i could see doubling up be an issue is like if you're in a scenario where you might actually have to make words at the other person <laughs> to make sure you're not hitting the same buttons at the same time right mm -hmm. like yeah, it helps avoid like the double shield overlap or something like that. Yeah. See, and the problem with that too is that they don't make it clear, very clear to a lot of the players that Sage and Scholar will run into those issues and you don't experience it until you raid with one of them and you're like, man, this feels horrible. I don't want to do it. And you might not even know why unless if you're a player who puts a lot of time into researching the interactions of different abilities. So I think for the general player base, they're just like, it just doesn't work. But if you're if you are paying a lot of attention to it, uh, yes, yeah, Sage and Scholar can work well, but uh, you have to work to not step on each other's toes. Yeah, I mean, I think someone said earlier, it's just the fact that you don't have to communicate. Like, my mage Astro is like so troll for Party Finder. Like, you're <laughs> just kind of like actively griefing if you ran that in PF. Like, nobody yeah. like having any communication skills whatsoever. Yeah, it doesn't really happen with Scholar Sage. Like, sure, it's it can be annoying sometimes, but like. You're not really putting your group at a detriment uh, outside of like maybe HPS checks, which don't exist outside like carrying hell. So, mm -hmm. I mean, technically, uh, 
you know, the same thing with shielding over each other happens with pure healing anyways, right? Like, between a, a two regular healers is, like, if they're casting their pure heal abilities all both at the same time and over healing, then they're doing the same thing as a, if a scholar and a sage shield it over each other. Well, um, it's a lot harder to overheal on shield healers and pure healers. Like, sure, like, yeah, technically, like, yeah, I mean, scholar, sucker, and your crazy prognosis will, like, override each other, but it's, like, I mean, well, I mean, your, your heals are more efficient on on shield healers, yeah, and they yeah, always have he, been. Yeah, and what I mean is that they're not that they're going to like cancel each other out in the same way, but the fact that once you get hit a hundred, all the extra region yeah. you're doing, all that other stuff is meaningless. So you are technically canceling it out by getting the full before you need to get the full. It's but, yeah, okay, but... usually usually like overwriting and losing a GCD is the least of your problems in PF. So as long as you've hit all the mitigation requirements and everything, which is which is easier to do with double shield, then mm -hmm. it's not really a problem, right? Because you're if if you're gonna hit enrage, there's a much bigger problem than an overwritten shield kind of thing. Yeah, for for like Astro though, like there's certain like committal abilities that like a white mage could could ruin like like absolutely destroy like you put star on the ground and then you see planary appear on your buff bar and you know it's over like like that star is healing nothing mm -hmm. um it's one of the reasons why Astra sucks in party finder it's like it's it's like one of the most i mean i could go on for like an hour but Astra, but it's like one of the most unfriendly player like like player jobs in the entire game because like not only does it require pretty much like third party programs to even play properly like not even just from like a like a damage point of view, but from like a like a timer point of view. Like it's ridiculous that like there's not like an in-game like timer of sorts to like play around. Um, you mean like, when a fight starts, like countdown fight is engaged this time, and yeah, like yeah, like a timer, like it, like the ones that you know. I mean, counter timer maybe you know. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Of the, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you could is, do how, that. How All you have to do is 10? look at the duty. Look at the duty timer, and then just like do the math in your head and subtract. You well, know how most players been? who don't use who don't use like programs just use like boss animations, right? Which is fine. Like, it's a yeah. it's a it's appropriate like solution, but like it's a scuff solution compared to like something like, uh, you know, a timer, right? Um, but the thing about I mean. Year 10, by the way. Why don't we have an in-game timer for fights? Uh, <laughs> anyways. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where Astro's healing toolkit requires so much foresight that a lot of players in Party Finder will just, like, make it, like, overheal, right? Like like Karif said, so many times, like, not even just, like, a white mage, right? With, like, a Scholar and Sage, too. They'll place a star down, and the Scholar will put, like, Whispering Dawn up, or, like, the Sage will just, like, Numa, and then, like, your star is just completely overheal, right? And Astro's toolkit is like full of that too, because like same thing with Macrocosmos, right? You do Macrocosmos for a mechanic, and then either the you know the shield healer will just like shield, which makes your macro heal for less now after the uh, the hit, or like maybe like a scholar will like deep play out of nowhere, and then now that macro that heals for like 30k is only gonna heal for like 10k because like you didn't take enough damage to like really uh, like proc that effect. Like there's so many like cases where Astro's toolkit just there's like a timing aspect to it that is just not friendly with the like current like dichotomy between the other healers in a, like a random environment well i mean like I, I guess there's the the question this goes into another broader conversation is like do you need it to be do you want things to always be that friendly or do you want there to actually be some hey you need base level knowledge to be efficient in the game mm, i mean i'm just more so speaking the the fact that like how 
I guess, unfriendly Astros compared to like mm. something like yeah, Wide Mage was just there's a big discrepancy out. there. Like yeah, a, a lot of these jobs, especially if we talk about White Mage and Sage more than anything else, they're very much you get a square problem and you put the square in the square hole, right? Whereas Astro, you need to you need to know what you're doing like 30, 60 seconds in advance in order to plan it out, and then it's so easy to be ruined by the by the other guy because they can easily just like cancel out your pre-planned healing and then because you have used your your instance there you've planned all your instance out there and they pop for nothing and the other guy has also done that that means you're both resorting to using gcds on the next problem because instead of him working around your plan which took a lot more time than him say pressing indom um you're now both kind of out of tools and in a bit of a bad situation that you then need to deal with by sacrificing gcds which is kind of not what you want to do you know it's kind of the point of what you're avoiding to do if you don't have to mm -hmm. yeah uh i mean i again going back to party finder i heal as if i'm the only healer in that party uh and so i'm constantly stepping on my other healer's toes i'm sure every single moment of these fights um uh, and so when it yeah you're right with astro with having the time all this stuff up and trying to get it like you know, at a certain point, you know, where everyone pops up really quick, I guess you would have to time it in a way that would uh, not scare the other healer into healing, in a way, right? Uh, that's the only way I could think you could really do it, but I'm trying to... I don't know Astro enough <laughs> to know if the timings would work out well with that or not. I mean, you could look at their buff bar and figure out the latest that their star could pop, mm -hmm. assuming you're familiar enough with the the fight timeline mm -hmm. but i think like it's just a manner of like ff14 and, and like so healers are naturally like a cooperatively they're like they're they're more tied to like the cooperation aspect of ff14 than than the other jobs but like pf exists right and and in pf there are like the creatures of the night the like zero healing like you know white mage players and whatever and so in pf you have to take an individualistic approach to healing which is like bad but it gets you through pf right it, it mm -hmm. will get you through pf and it's something that you kind of like like develop and then but on the flip side like if you ever don't pf if 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 the healers are geared for individualistic approaches you lose that cooperation aspect that makes healing sometimes so fun. And I think it, like, you know, to Momo's credit, it's very strange how in the cooperative basket Astro is compared to the other healers, right? Like, there's no... It would be nice if, like, that type of... God, uh, ability set was like more evenly distributed between yeah, all four exactly. jobs, right? Yeah, Would you yeah. also almost argue, but that gives it a, sort of a unique flavor to it, or no? Is that not a good unique? Well, the issue with Astro is that Astro, like literally outside GCD heals, has no like direct healing in a sense. Like there, like there's no tool in their toolkit. Like CO, CU are all hots, right? Those two are hots. Um, horoscope, macro, star are all timed abilities, right? They don't really have something like tier three plenary that they just use and then boom, you're you're healed, right? Like every mm -hmm. single one of their like huge AOE healing to like tools are in essential they're they're all hots in the sense that like there's something that you need to time 
or use before a mechanic actually happens. And when you don't have that cooperation effect, there's nothing you can do about it. Like you're just like shit out of luck. Mm. Like it, it, like white mage and scholar, even sage, I guess in a sense, all have like those abilities, right? Like Whispering Dawn Asylum, like physics too. Like they're all abilities that you have to use to like head of a mechanic or like head of a damage profile to get the full effect of. But like it's not to the same extent that like Astra has. Mm-hmm. I mean, Astro is supposed to be sort of like a time healer mage, right? Isn't that like this unique thing, though? It was. Yeah. Bring back time dilation, holy shit. It's boomer time. Stormblood <laughs> Astro is so much better. Where's all yeah, the I mean, time I'm... aspects, Square Enix? Where did they go? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I think it's I good design. I think it's right. fun. I mean, it's what makes it interesting to do. Same thing with like Exaltation. Like, Exaltation is also another tool in their toolkit. Like, it's just single target that you have to use, bef like, to where like the the healing proc uh happens after like damage goes out right like it their toolkits riddled with like these i guess cooperative abilities and i think the big thing is like the other healers don't have that so the other healers don't know how to play around that when they mm. have like an astro yeah because like unless you play a job it kind of goes back to the same thing too it's like like um like let's say if you're a melee dps play a fucking tank right play a tank know how tanks work or as a tank, play melee DPS. So like you know how your partner is thinking, right? Because like as a melee, your your partner essentially is like the tank, right? Like you guys are kind of like working in tangent with one another to to find viable solutions to help you succeed. Uh, and it's I think it's good to like have that experience, right? The issue is that like a lot of healers they don't play Astro, so they don't really know how Astro really works yeah. in tangent like their own toolkits, right? So it's like I think it'd be good if like either they implement like that kind of system into like other healers where like you have to kind of like time it a little better. I guess Panheim is actually a good example of like a skill that kind of you have to work around Panheim a little bit. Panheim like, is a beautiful ability. I, I love it so much. <laughs> I think the issue is that like most players probably don't even care to time it to where like yeah. they're gonna get like the that little burst heal after, assuming like there's like they're not using it for like like tumults or like any spammable AOE. You get the the nutty front load. The three the three stack expires coming up. You yeah. see a flatus rapture appear, and you're like, "All right, buddy." Yeah, yeah. Well, you got see. That's the thing. You just have to time it around the other healer, so it heals so quickly that they don't even react to it, right? <laughs> you gotta. I don't know. It's. I. I I've had a lot of fun trying to figure out how to use my abilities to like physics too, right? Uh, it's such a like great ability to go ahead and throw out there and get in right before the other healer starts to heal. Um, and just like get all that extra juice from their heals as well, even though they have no clue that you're doing it most of the time when you're in party finder. They're just like, oh, I'm really good healing right now. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but uh, it, I'll be honest with you. When I played Physis, when I played Sage, and I started off. I didn't know all the little special ifs, thens, or buts about some of those abilities. Uh, They're nice, but they hardly end up having a major effect. Yeah, I didn't know about the healing boost from Physis 2 for a little while after I started playing Sage. <laughs> and so I was always using it more of an after effect of just kind of, you know, a region that would heal up after. Uh, but using it before you cast all your abilities is way better, right? And then... Uh, 
the stupidest thing while learning Sage that I did is not know that Crassus was a tar single target cast, and I thought it was just a general buff. <laughs> and so I kept using it before my AoE heals, <laughs> just putting Crassus on myself. <laughs> the entire time. Crassus? Huh? I thought it was Crassus. Is it Crassus? I don't know how to pronounce I it. I don't know. I call it Crassus too. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Craxis, it is. I don't care. Uh, but uh, yeah, it it was the stupidest thing that I've uh, I uh, I used to do back in the day. Then, uh, you know, uh, there's just lots of little things like that. That if I'm experiencing these moments of stupidity, I expect everyone I play with to have the same thing going through their head. Right? That there's abilities they're not reading everything on. They're not optimizing in any way and uh, so they're likely, if, they, if they're struggling there, they're probably, they have no clue what's going on with the other healers as well, so they don't know how to coordinate as well with them and everything. Um, so uh, I feel like jobs like Astro are meant, are way more friendly overall. I guess this is kind of what you're saying as well, Momo, is like when you're in a static and you can kind of communicate with the other players, right? So it's less of a party friendly, uh, party finder friendly job overall. Yeah, I mean, it also goes to the point where, like, you could use a tool. I mean, this goes for all healers, too. Use a tool. You see your co-healers, like, oh, they're putting this here. Okay, cool. I'll change it this pull or next pull, right? Next pull, you do your you do your new healer rotation. Your co-healer now that you you obviously can't communicate with uh, or doesn't communicate with you is now changing their thing as well because they're just putting stuff randomly anywhere they want, right? So now, like, it's like, okay, well, I'll just take the L and do a GC heal here mm -hmm. in here or wherever they're not using it this time. Mm. So it's a... yeah. also, it... I think one thing I kind of want to talk about too, it's kind of like off topic, but it's, it is about healers in the sense that like, um, it's interesting, like the new abilities that they added, right? I have all the new abilities that they added in in Walker, not like the, the expansions over and you have like more time to really use the tools. Mm -hmm. It's like the only interesting one is like macrocosmos, right? Uh, <laughs> It, it's yeah. it's weird. I mean, Lily Bell it kind of fits the white mage aesthetic, right? So I'm not really gonna harp on it too much because it's just like you place it, it does things for you, you're done, right? Mm -hmm. Why it wasn't auto pop or why why you couldn't manually detonate it earlier in the expansion is a mystery to me. But oh, at least they criminal. fixed it. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, right? But they they fixed that. Um, so that's fine. Like Lily Bell's good, I think, for like the aesthetic of the job. Numa and Expedient though, like. Numa is like I don't know what they were like. I'm really curious what they were thinking between taking the mitigation aspect off Numa because it is really toxic sometimes when you'll be using like expedient for like the movement aspect, but now you're like sacrificing the mitigation aspect of it to the point where it's like okay, well now what what do I do here, right? Like I guess they were like looking at Numa like okay, this is a huge heal. If you're using this, you're probably not using it for mitigation, so let's just give it to Holos. But like that's like I don't know how I feel about that. Like the trade-off for expedient is like much more than like the trade-off of like taking the mitigation off Numa and putting on Holos. Yeah. And I wish that they would like make abilities like macro and Numa do more damage than the initial hit of like a Broil or a Dosis or like a Malefic. So to give the player the choice of like, okay, I can use this for damage or I can use it for healing, right? Uh yeah, because like it, it it incentivizes you to to use it on cooldown if you can, if it is a DPS gain. Whereas right now you you essentially only use it for healing because it's damage neutral, right? Yeah. Which I think is fine for like some abilities. 
but I do like the I do like the idea of like them making like macro and like I guess Numa specifically they I think that's a really good like take on a new system designed for like GCDs that have like powerful effects on them but if they do continue I do hope there's like some like differences between them and then they're not just all like damage neutral yeah because like macro is interesting in the fact that like okay it's AOE so like you know you can use it on like trash packs or adds phases and you know it's a huge dps game hmm. but you're sacrificing the healing of it which is like you know something you think about right and maybe they're like scared because they're like okay well if we do that our people in party finder going to grief now and you know use it for damage only which the answer is you know probably yeah. yes but yeah. i mean i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing considering also the healing now is like I mean, you don't I mean, really do have you to use think the about... size for healing. No, well, the fights are designed <laughs> such that, like, if you understand, they will heal things in that interval yeah. because everything is on the thirty-second cadence, right? Like, mm. like every other because size you... is really likely to heal something. Sure. Yeah, if you if you get these skills that are, are damage gains, and you're essentially going to use them on cooldown because because they uh they come up at certain times, you you are going to plan around the use of those abilities to get healing out of them too, right? So you're going to shift other things away in order to to go, okay, I'm going to use this in my raid burst. I'm not going to use Whispering Dawn because this is going to help top, this from the other hero is going to top the raid, for example. Mm. It also mean it also kind of, in some ways, it actually kind of helps mitigate the issue of not knowing what the other healer is doing because you know that they're going to use their, their, their special DPS cooldown that also does either healing or mitigation. You know when they're going to use it because they're going to use it for damage, you know? So you know you know when you can shift things away from something because you can plan around this static thing that will happen every two, three minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, I do also want to talk about, particularly in this tier, something that was introduced that was a little bit of a topic, which is Harrowing Hell uh, and that type of mechanic being in fights. Um, do you feel like to make healing better in this game we need more mechanics like that or less mechanics like that like is that something that makes healing more engaging at all or is it just like uh well this is kind of annoying now i just have to spam my gcd heals the entire time when it's surrounded by pretty like typical damage frequency i don't think it adds too much but like if 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 there was harrowing hell and there was like, you know, a frequency that might encourage you not to have everything up for Harrowing Hell, then I think it might be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I think it's pretty easy yeah. to have everything up for it. That's that's the thing. Harrowing Hell is designed for, I'm pretty sure they designed you to dump like all your two minutes on it in like 90s. Because like the thing is, the only other source of damage before Harrowing Hell is the Bonds 3, which if you use your 90s on it, they come back up for uh, Harrowing Hell, right? So like they design it to where... You use your two minutes like uh, on the mechanic before bonds three. They're back up for I think it's like silk spit or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. They come back up for herring hell. You use your nineties on bonds three. They're up for herring hell, and you just like dump them all on herring hell. And the healing isn't super intense because like at that point you're only taking like twenty to thirty k per hit, and like even if you're just spamming GCDs, like you're you're fine, right? Like not even including like the off GCs you're probably going to have. As long as other people are using mitigation, I guess too, right? Uh... Yeah. Well, no. Like, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, party <laughs> finder. It's like, 
okay, you know, you have like, why is Heart of Light not here? Why is Dark Mission not here? Is like, why is there no mm -hmm. Numa or not Numa, uh, Penheimer? Or why is there no like, you know, Expedia mm -hmm. and like all this stuff, right? There's definitely a like mm -hmm. Party Finder definitely struggles with you know, like it's I can't horrible. imagine healing it. Like yeah. so it's a mystery. It, it's it's one of these things like with that mechanic in particular is such an a crazy thing. Uh, and it's it, the way they handle the limit breaks. And sorry, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant because again, I love P10 so much. Um, Bonds three, everyone dies. You use your uh, healer LB three to get everyone up for the next mechanic. Now you don't have tank LB, and tank LB is something that Party Finder has started to require uh, almost uh, for that mechanic just to ensure that people get through it. And so they're forced sometimes to learn how to heal that and mitigate that because they all fucked up the last mechanic. Uh, and then sometimes it becomes this wall, this like double wall of like, where are you going to use your your LB? How are you going to handle these two just cluster uh, mechanics that are just going to kill everybody if they don't know what they're doing? Um, and I feel like that's sort of, that was super intentional, right? Uh, the Bonds 3 was supposed to be recoverable by uh, Healer LB3, and Heroine Hell it was supposed to have a choice of tank LB for that, for people. And, like, where do you make up for who's messing up? You ready for a hot take? I, I don't think tank LB3 is that good for harrowing. I think tank LB2 is good for harrowing. Oh, really? Oh, no. Well, I mean, you don't have a choice, right? You, you, you'll have three at that point. If right? you... All right, melees. Hear me out. Okay? <laughs> if you melee LB1 the moment you get it, you will have LB2 for harrowing, and they won't have a choice. I would love to see the party finder that you join react <laughs> to you see. Just just they they can't stop you. Just do it. They they cannot <laughs> stop you. Okay? Like just <laughs> Is that everyone dies to bonds three. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a trade-off. If you oh. do but if it's roll stacks, really only two people have to die to bonds three, <laughs> if we're being honest here. Like I mean Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, you could coordinate that with the, the group you're with and just say, hey, let's just make sure to, to, whoever gets roll stack, jump off the side. That's the mechanic for you. No, just abandon them. Leave. Like, go somewhere else. They, they can't catch you. They won't be <laughs> expecting it. People that want to take a damage down in intemperance to Clary, you think they're going to want to do whatever you just said? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not suggesting you tell them you're going to do it. <laughs> just, just do it. Get blacklisted <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, and not yeah. be able to go into the party anymore. Uh, Party Finder has been brutal, and we talked about it on the last show too. Uh, it is it is a mess uh, when you go in. Half the groups are like, if you mess up three times, we'll blacklist you. Um, and so it, it's it's kind of wild west out there. So a lot of people are just doing whatever they can not to get kicked out of a party because a lot of everyone's just blacklisting everyone, and the Party Finder list is getting less and less <laughs> because they yeah, just yeah, it's rough. It's yeah. rough. There's a lot of uh, a lot of rough mechanics. Yeah. Outside eleven. Eleven's so weird. I don't know why they I they always it. mess up. They they the third turn's always just weird. Is they they mess it up every time because like it's it's not supposed to be like a puzzle fight. I mean, generally, I think it's safe to say it's not supposed to be a puzzle fight. It's just supposed to be like an execution fight. But they never do that. Like the only good third turn this expansion, just from a healing perspective too, was like P three. The other ones are just kind of like they're all just kind of mid or bad. You know, again. I, the res puzzle for P P11 is fun sometimes. 
figuring out how to get people back up in the right order and how to tackle that stuff is going to be fun. I have a question about P11, actually. Where the fuck did those twister mechanic go? Like, you know what I'm talking about? It happened in normal yeah. mode. Dark and light. Where did they go? They're not in Savage. Yeah, they are. They're the, um, they're the, Where are they? they're during the Protean. They're the dark oh, elevates. Oh, is that, is that the party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's oh, yeah, the party. Yeah, it's like, yeah, the party I one, thought sir. the twister mech uh, started with the, the D, though. Diagos or whatever it's called. I don't know. I call it Denim. I think it's just a different casper, but I'm pretty sure they use the same animations. Okay, okay, I see. The thing that's historical about P11 is it's the first premium skin in FF14 because it's just a premium skin of Thancred from last expansion. Everyone was like so hyped. They're like, oh, it's Fatebreaker. And I'm like, I don't think anyone was hyped. They were like, wow, this I, everyone is Everyone I heard was like oh. hyped over the normal mode, right? Like when the normal modes dropped, right? right? Everyone was like, 10 sucks, 11's gonna be sick. And I was like, I don't know, man. 10 has all the pieces to be a banger. And wouldn't you know? You know what the funny part F. is? Crestfall vindicated. When we were discussing that and like what could really come up uh, for, <laughs> for these fights when we didn't see the Savage yet, we spotted all the things in 10, and it was like, this could be good. But it depends on if Square Enix is going to make it good, right? Like, we, we always just, we see these things, so we could think of all the creative things. But they actually did some of the things, plus threw in towers, which was came out of nowhere. Um, which, god, that, that, literally the first pools of towers had to been, like, some of the best for a lot of the groups that were going in there. It, it's... it's Oh, sorry, good. No, no, good. I was just gonna go I, off a little bit of topic. On one. those towers, I think that they actually had a different plan for those snake towers. Uh, limit cut was gonna be the same, mm. but I think that the you know the eight tower mech that happens like every minute, minute and a half or something, right? Like where you know you go in the middle and you take your towers. I'm pretty sure initially they were going to like have the snake towers spawn on different rows, and you would have to adjust your tower because it's such a weird chew in that they just like remove like the back half of the arena yeah every time mm. like you mean towers like on the side platforms no uh so during the eight tower mechanic the very back of the arena mm -hmm. the two snake towers from limit cut spawn and they they remove like the back like i don't know was it quarter of the arena or something they they shoot a line aoe and are i we think talking that about which, which which one are we talking about sorry p10 Yes, P10. Why am I blinking on this? Okay, just you got it because no one looks backwards. No one okay. ever turns their camera around. Mm -hmm. it, it's happening. I promise you. There are towers in the back of the room that are removing uh, the the back column or, or row of the arena. And I think originally they had planned to like have those have some like variety, uh, where they would like potentially remove columns instead or like you know, remove, like, the middle row uh, and have something for you to rack to, but they almost certainly cut it. Okay. I don't know where it's going with that. I just wanted to bring it up. Okay. It's probably because there's an out and in, and I think the only time that would probably do anything is if there's an out, right? Because, like, if it's in, you, you're... I don't think you could actually do the... Or at least traditionally, I don't think you can do, like, the second or third row at all. I think the only way you can do is the first. So that if they were going to do that... Assuming it was there from the start, I mean, they could have just shoehorned that in as well yeah. and make it like viable. 
Like, we don't actually know how they designed the mechanic, I guess, but yeah, mm -hmm. like if they, if, if the snake tower uh, shoot, shot the uh, line AoE was random, it would only affect the chariot pattern. Mm. Oh man. The, my tur the turret beams are so good for that fight, too. Uh, Party Finder has so much fun with trying to f argue about angling those things, too. Which is absolutely pointless. I've been shot so many times as a Dragoon. Yeah. Like just oh, yeah. From nowhere. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, because someone just ran randomly walks up across one and grabs and snaps in with the uh, targeting on it and it's just it's so great dude that's uh, why p10 is so good because because it has like almost no major headline like pinnacle set piece mechanics right all of it is like stack spread pairs all this kind of stuff but it's all tuned just tightly enough that if you mess up the timing or the angle everything goes to shit in a mm -hmm. really funny way so, so you know that every pull of P10 is going to be content, no matter what. You're gonna, yep. you're, you're either gonna laugh at somebody else, or you're gonna laugh at yourself. <laughs> yeah, it, it is like if there is going to be a PF bingo this tier, I guarantee you, ten will take up the majority of the possible squares. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, dude. I'm. Anyways, anyways, let's let's talk. A We've talked a lot about the current state of healing and. Final Fantasy fourteen and kind of this recent tier and how they've taken things. Um and you know, some of the grievances that we have. What what could they do to really move this forward in seven point though? Like what are some of the directions you would want them to actually take to change uh healing? I'd like to see more <laughs> DPS complexity. I know like it doesn't have to be much, but you know, like I think going back to that like personal progression path that like a healer would take, mm -hmm. having like, and, and especially now that the DPS checks are where they are, like you could have extra optional healer DPS complexity that wouldn't matter in the grand scheme of encounter balance because a healer that doesn't output perfectly will still be able to produce enough to like kill the fight, right? At least that would, that was true for this tier, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, the the checks were were quite. Lenient. I mean, that, that's I was going to um, talk to you guys about that too. I mean, that was a direction they took with these rage is make the damage not as important. I uh, I personally don't really like the super tight DPS checks unless there's like other mechanics there that make it seem fun and interesting. I like having recoverability be possible mm -hmm. in in my clears, but um, the copium is that they will use that new wiggle room to allow healers to have you know optional dps expression i don't think they will just to be clear this is copium uh mm -hmm. they're going to probably turn a few blue buttons orange and a few orange buttons blue uh put a new name on them and re-release mm -hmm. the same jobs um yeah. yeah i don't think there's actually gonna be anything i don't think the thing is they they can't right they can't. they are like shoehorned into a formula that is like like bad for both sides of the player base, like skill level wise, like they can't make the healing too hard or too punishing. So they like, they can't make fights hard to heal. Right. And since that, like that utilize your whole toolkit, um, mm -hmm. which is good for like the casual side, right. Bad for the hardcore side. Right. Then there's like this, there's this weird spot where it's like, man, if these players will like never 
and maybe that's fine with them right like maybe they they don't actually care about this um like the the skill level like are, of these players are never going to like really increase unless they make a fight that like pushes their boundaries right i think um actually a really good fight for healing was uh p8 part two and i kind of hope they take the p8 part two formula because i think it's really a really good mix between uh hps with like natural alignment uh and like the mitigation check of like high concept right it's like almost it's almost in my opinion like the perfect savage fight for healing where it's like not super hard for like uh i guess a veteran healer but like it's still challenging enough to where it's like a little bit interesting because there's um like a lot of hps output and damage output going out there you know the interesting like... thing uh sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no no good uh since you mentioned p8s uh p2 the interesting thing about healing there too is that they have moments where you can't do dps and all you can do is healing and you have to heal during those phases uh which can be i guess kind of interesting in a way is that they're like hey just focus one percent on healing this is all we need you to do at this point execute mechanics and heal um they could create challenging uh healing checks within these little mechanic dances where dps is turned off right or is that too much no like, because... like dance dancing i no not stance dancing but like when you're in like for example a uh, high concept oh. uh, you you don't do damage to the boss right yeah. you're just executing a mechanic but you do have to heal because people are getting like those ifrit charges or ifrit stacks or whatever else i see what you're saying yeah 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 and so the adding like part of the healing difficulty being in these phases where they need to put the harrowing hell level of healing uh during a spot where you wouldn't need to do dps anyways i feel like the the reason it's always very classically been an issue is because as soon as the boss isn't targetable, you instantly have access to all of your GCD healing, right? Mm -hmm. So you can you can just spam GCD healing as much as you want. And the reason that almost any uptime healing check in in the game isn't trivial is because you don't have access to your GCD tools aside from if you feel like you really need it. So as soon as it goes into a downtime phase, I feel like even if they put like a super hard healing check, it, it would be a lot easier than it has any right to be because both healers would just be spamming healing GCDs the entire time, right? And they again, they can't, they can never really super, super tightly tune any healing check because it has to be clearable by a player who doesn't have perfect mitigation up for that mechanic, right? So it, I feel like it would be really almost impossible for them to fine-tune it in such a way that it would satisfy both both types of player. Hmm. Because, I mean, and, and essentially, the only thing that's really hard to heal in this game is two sources of damage. It's damage while doing a mechanic slash moving, like um, natural alignment, I guess, is actually kind of a good one because... Uh, doing well i guess not the pf strat but i guess doing like the proc strats i think uh kindred might have done it too where like you're, there's there's so much movement going on uh i guess like in that early week one strat week two strat um that was like kind of challenging for healers to like heal the other side of the uh the party uh hello world i mean is a good one you know party mm -hmm. split around the arena you can't reach everybody like stuff like that is challenging to an extent um but then like the other challenging part of healing is like healing damage that isn't uh i guess normalized throughout the party right uh this goes to like top again you can use the uh, towers as an example right you have sets of people taking damage at different times um now if you add more damage in between that now we're talking like final omega 
where you have like the short stack long stack during like defamations and aoe's going out now you have like a source of like interesting damage uh output going out and it adds like more flavor to actually healing the party when there's just aoe spam like j waves or like carrying hell it's not exactly interesting healing and i wouldn't say it's hard healing either because like in reality you can just spam gcds and there's like no timing aspect to it even if like you miss time a heal you're just like still spamming heals right like you're not gonna wipe the party outside like maybe the end of j waves or like your party finder yeah. and harry hell well yeah that's so what i'm saying like <laughs> like it was in a, in a, in a, not even like a perfect world but like just a like just the way the mechanics work mm -hmm. the damage goes out yeah this is this is a little bit of a tangent but you you mentioned about um stuff like hello world and and dealing with damage profiles and stuff i think that harrowing hell would have been way more interesting if it was exactly the same way it is now but instead of the tanks needing to take the front hit every time, there would be a debuff on party players, and, and DPS and healers would need to rotate in and out to individually oh, no. take the first hit. No. So, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I, I think that would have made it so much more interesting. Let, let's save it for when they do the ultimate. Uh, okay, but that's, that's a good, that's, that's a, exactly, a really good point. Um, maybe not for a second turn right like, you know uh, <laughs> i don't know i mean i like that idea because like i'm a really big fan of like like for example one of the best healing mechanics in the entire game in my opinion is um the finale of p4 part 2 right where there isn't just healing going out like the party is working together to like actually you know do the mechanic and keep the party alive right because like not only is it like there's like insane damage going out but also the damage isn't consistent because the, the people who are proccing, I think this goes back to what Kerf uh, was saying Player earlier too. agency. Yeah, Please. there's like, there's, there's, you're popping the damage yourself, right? Um, which is really good in my opinion because like it doesn't lead to normalized healing, right? Because like if you plan to do a heal at a certain spot and the player doesn't pop at that specific spot, well, now that's either overheal or not really doing anything. Um, yeah. So yeah, current call, not finale um but like stuff like that is really good and it's kind of like something i wish they would do for like stuff like j waves too where it's like j waves is such a boring mechanic for everybody that's not the healer because like what are you doing you're just bursting there right like they could have easily had like communion puddles going out there and have like dps and tanks like rotate around the arena while like keeping up time on the the, the burn bosses right like it's there's so many things they can do during the, the, these heal check moments but they just don't and it's just not interesting you mean make it like while the healers are dealing with all this other crap, the DPS and tanks have to figure something out too? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like hard mechanic, right? Like, I don't think like placing like, 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 current call isn't like a hard mechanic. You just, you're backing up, popping the tether, coming back in, right? But like, it just adds flavor to like the, the HPS check. I do it's feel not just like stand still and burn yeah. the boss. I do feel like DPS and tanks need a lot more to do during these fights. Uh, overall, it makes their kits more interesting uh, in general, or just like their their involvement in the fights a lot more interesting than when what they are right now. But um, yeah, and then just they... give the healers less mechanics they have to do, so they heal healing becomes part of the mechanic. I guess I don't know. Uh, but go ahead, sorry. I mean, like you know, there if if they don't want to make healing more exciting, you know, you could always make dps more exciting and then like you know the mundane healing 
becomes more interesting because you have other things to think about while you're like executing it from a personal standpoint. I'm just saying Yoshi P, please. You know what they should do? At the end of every fight after you clear it, throw up a scoreboard like they do in PvP. And just show healing output, <laughs> DPS no. output for the <laughs> No. Oh, no. And did the deaths? Well, not that. That. No, that is not going to have the effect you think it will. That, Dude, that reminds me of people we'll saying like. Medica to Melvins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> people, uh, like old Stormblood Scholar, if you played it, it's like. When you played Stormblood Scholar, like it looked like you weren't healing at all, because like there was no, you had no cast bars, right? Compared mm -hmm. like to to Astro and, and White Mage, so like the amount of times people like see like, oh, you're not casting anything. Well, it's like yeah, because like the majority of my stuff is like off the global cooldown, like I, like the fairy, your options, your oh, yeah. heals, like it, it, that would like come back in like a different way, because like people would just be spamming like their their GCD heals and be like, oh, I healed more than you. Like you're bad, right? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. <laughs> and if there's anything, FF14 well, overhealing players, column too. Yeah, go ahead. If there's anything FF14 players can't be trusted with, it's properly interpreting a metric, and like, <laughs> I mean, you're not like wrong. assessing what that means, right? I think F, like FF14 has learned this lesson already. That, like, if you dangle a number in front of an FF14 player, they're instantly going to like turn into like the worst creature you've ever met like and it's just not not something i think it's do. funny because like, i would if, if there was like a leaderboard for healing i would totally just like like if i saw a, a, an astro put the star down oh yeah i'd be the first to fucking pop that planar uh, i don't know that'd be fun i think that'd be fun though right uh people get healed for sure at least I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, they would. Uh, no, you would want people to die so their HP would reset back down. Oh, true, true, oh so true. you could do benediction. <laughs> you would have people jumping off the edge after being topped. Like, that That would be... Oh. Uh, it'd be yeah, fun. So does healer LB count towards your HPS? Because you could just have the seven. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Back up, there we go, rank one, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the you know, not you wouldn't rank it in a ladder or anything like that. It would just be a scoreboard yeah. at the end of the fight, right? Just a scoreboard, just like they do with uh, Crystal and Conflict, right? Where you just have that scoreboard of everyone's numbers there. Um, it exists in the game, and they can put it there. They can also put spectator mode in the game too. But uh, see, yeah, I mean, spectator uh, mode is kind of in the game already. With the um, duty recording that nobody ever uses, but like three duties, yeah, yeah, the three. I don't think is it even here for Savage yet. They like don't. put in like super late. Dude, the the last duty I remember seeing someone use that on was Omega M and F. Like that's yeah. how long yeah, ago. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know what used. they were thinking with that. Yeah, like they. And that's such a weird design decision. It's like you make this really cool system that is like super valuable, especially for like static stuff, mm -hmm. but. You can't use it until like it's irrelevant. <laughs> so it's like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that is that is kind of a frustrating thing. I hope they fix that seven zero, uh, because it would be really great for like ninth man, uh, yeah, play and everything as well. And uh, you know, turning rating is such a huge part of Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, I mean, a lot of people who do raid are like in the casual side of stuff too and they may take a while to get through it 
but a lot of people raid. When you think of Final Fantasy XIV, the big thing is story, right? Community, all that great stuff. But then PvE is its its next layer of involvement that people play the game for. I think at least, unless you guys think differently, I think that's how it goes. Everything else is like just whatever. I mean, maybe casual, just crafting, gathering, hitting maxes on things might be above rating. I don't know. Um, but it's known for having sparkly raids. Uh, the world race has a huge focus on it just because people love seeing the puzzles and getting it all figured out as well. Um, so I do think they do need to keep people who are heavily invested in the rating of Final Fantasy XIV happy as well, even if it's a lower player base, right? Because uh, they can't dumb it down too much, because once you get to a certain level, then it stops becoming as interesting. Right? Okay. I, I think they initially dumbed it down for, like, balancing reasons, because they... Initially, initially, were like really upset that people were skipping certain mechanics because, like, the DPS difference between good healers and good tanks and bad healers and bad tanks in Stormblood mm -hmm. was massive. Yeah. But like, then like, so they they like tightened that a lot, right? A lot, and then they did Shadowbringers, which had some DPS checks, and then all the way up to Abyssus, which also had a pretty tight DPS check, you know, relative to other Savage fights. And, you know, it made sense, I guess. I don't really like it. I don't think it's worth better balance to have, like, more, you know, less complicated jobs or, like, more boring jobs, in my opinion. But, like, now that they've kind of, like, walked that back a bit, it would really be nice if they, like, you know, allowed there to be, like, a bit of a divide there for people to... To try and tackle, you know, whenever they feel like they want to like explore that part of the game. Mm -hmm. It's oh. it's so weird because like if we if we go back to like Heaven's Ward and maybe even early Stormblood, jobs were so complicated and had such fucking different timings to one another, different requirements to one another. Scholar had like four dots or something, all on different timers, and. Just in, uh, it would take up a lot of brain space, right? You'd you'd spend quite a decent amount of brain space into executing your rotation optimally, and as a result, sometimes the mechanics would have to be a a little bit more simple so that you could do them. Whereas now, the rotations for every job healers especially is so simple and takes up so much brain space that I feel like it's almost like science has gone too far, right? And I, I feel like they really need to re-implement maybe not all of it but a little bit of the next expansion because i feel like this expansion with the when they added the new abilities for each job they took the most boring route they possibly could have they were like okay here here is an upgrade to your dps skills here is a single target heal or mitigation and here is an aoe heal or mitigation there you go you're done it's like the, the most boring option they could possibly do and i just really hope that they don't do that again next expansion and they they go for something that allows players to play the game a little differently next year than they did this year. Like expedience? That's <laughs> <laughs> the thing about expedience, right? Expedience yeah. does have the movement tool, but you're going yeah. to use it for the mitigation most of the time, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, like the, the movement tool is kind of just a, a little bonus that you get on the mit tool that you're going to I do to think they need to, to take the mit tool off of that and make it pure... Uh, well, uh, where did you put it, though? That's the thing. Like You can't... Like, you can't... Scholar doesn't have any tools you can put it on that like would make sense outside of expedience, which is 
Like, I mean, I guess they could do it to fail illumination, but like, fail illumination is already a mitigation tool. Mm. In the sense that, like, it's 5%. Mm -hmm. Like, you so can't you bring it... back Selene and you put up Selene. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they get rid of Selene again? Uh, God, dude. It's, a, it's again with the, the DPS gap, I'm fairly certain. Because, like, Selene increased your damage output by a margin that was probably unsatisfactory for them. Like, like they just like they were so concerned with tightening that that divide like between the damage outputs from casuals and non-casuals uh that they like went scorched earth hmm. so. yeah i mean Celine was like a that was another thing if you didn't play in storm i didn't really understand but the amount of scholars who would grief your party by playing with Celine instead of AS was like astronomical and it was to the point where like it was just not fun to play with scholars because like Scholars already didn't want to heal, like in in Party Finder, because like they took a damage loss, whatever, with eighth level mm -hmm. healing. Because not only was like it was it was also back then it was more punishing to like eighth level heal, right? Because like ED was 150 potency, so like instead of losing 100, you're losing like 50 uh, percent more. Uh, so it's like there's that, and then there's also the fact that like if you didn't use Celine, then you're in that like 30 second, uh, three percent haste buff that lasted like. For half the fight, essentially, because it was a sixty-second cooldown, so you had it for like half the fight. So if you didn't have that, you know, you're just losing that damage too, right? But like mm -hmm. the thing is, you're just griefing your co-healer, not using uh, AS in like a random, like a an environment which you couldn't communicate with others. Did, did you also ever run into the the classic scholar archetype? Uh, that would use dissipation and then not bring back the fairy. Until oh downtown. yeah, I remember that too because that was a thing. I forgot that. The yeah, fucking creature, dude. Like I hated that stuff so much. Scholar, the scholar is like the like. It, it's funny how like every healer has had like its moment to be like the denizen of the night. Like that is <laughs> Karis is talking about, right? Like mm -hmm. Stormblood it was scholar, Shadowbringers it was white mage. What was the what would be the 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 grief healer? I mean, I guess it would be Scholar again. I feel like they're the only one that still loses something, but... I mean, now they're just so similar, like... Yeah. I mean, Astro... Was Astro Heavensward where you had, like, the 20% buff on damage from them, right? And, like, you just had to get lucky? In Creator, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, they fixed that. Well, actually, no, no, it was really bad at the beginning, right? No one liked it at the beginning of... Heaven's Ward, and then they started to like it a little bit more as the expansion went on because they gave them the ridiculous buffs to it. Uh, I think it was supposed to be like really good at Midas, and they overstepped it and went in the creator and went crazy. But yeah, um, so long, dude. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we get Sage, and Sage again. I think Sage is just perfect, guys. I think they did a great Sage job. Is, uh... <laughs> I'll be a Sage hater. It's, I think Sage is awful. It's like, it is it, like, I, I said this before we started, but like the only reason why I like Sage is like only in contrast to the other three healers. Like overall, it's still a healing job and therefore is like a blight on the world. Like <laughs> Jesus. It's like, I think the thing about Sage is the same thing. The same thing with Astro or I guess uh, the white mage, right? It's, it's very easy and accessible, but like, I mean, Sage, does have more benefits than like let's say sage versus scholar has more benefits than astro versus white mage astro is like 
almost better in every regard than white mage like in, in like the only the part i would say like white mage is better is like brain power right like you can put more brain power into um like doing mechanics and learning mechanics but at that point it's like that's like a skill issue thing you know it's like if you have an insanely good astro like then there really is no competition it is what it is right like if you have like a fucking brainiac who can play that job at like the level that you can like ward prog then i think i think that's a little bit of like self-padding on the back there momo I don't play Ashton Prague. Oh, I yeah, he played. He played Scholar. Oh, okay. All right. He did uh, play Sage briefly in top, and then he uh, became a coward or something. Because the know. thing about okay, Sage has multiple <laughs> benefits over Scholar. Like movement is one of them, right? Like movement yeah. is like the core one. Uh, MP management is like so much better on Sage as well because yeah. you're refunded like uh, 400 MP or whatever every time you use your shield as long as you don't overcap. So like instead of wasting a thousand MP to cast a sucker. Realistically, you're only wasting uh, 400 MP because I think. Where is this? Yeah, it's only. Oh, sorry, 500 MP. Because mm. your your heals uh, 900 MP or your shield is 900 MP, so you refunded basically 400 of that. So like, it's only essentially it's 500 to cast a shield on the party, which is crazy. Uh, that is like probably that's more important to me than the movement aspect because like in Prague, like who cares, right? I guess like. In most mechanics, I guess, like, you can kind of just, like, plant for a second or learn pretty fast. Um, but that MP, like, that goes a long way. Especially when you want like want to run, like, lower party levels. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the fact that, like, your mitigation on stage is, like, a little bit more spaced out. You can kind of plan it a little bit better since, like, it's not tied to anything, like, expedience, right? Like, even though, like, for the majority of the part, like, you're going to be using experience for movement or um, mitigation you also want to use it for movement, right? There, there was plenty of times in Prague where I was like, okay, like I kind of just forego the mitigation aspect to make like things a little bit easier to, to Prague. Mm-hmm. And it's well, just, the, that is something you have to deal with on Scholar that you don't have to deal with on Sage. But Scholar also has the benefit of you having more control over your toolkit. I think Sage is a little bit too automated to where, like for example, I guess Panheima, right? It, like it's good, but like it's not better than Seraph IMO. Just because Seraph is on the mechanic right like mm-hmm. it, it depends on if you need the the healing in between like it's similar to scholar or the the soil thing right like i definitely think like panheim and seraph i can't actually think of one where i'd actually prefer one over the other for the mechanics but like the soils i can definitely like see divergent use cases I can see Pen. I mean, Penhama. I would rather have Penhama for bleeds, like tumults or They're, anything like it's that. Beautiful for bleeds, yeah. But yeah. the thing about Consulate or Seraph is that, like, essentially, Seraph is a fifty-second shield, which is like something you can't get like anywhere outside, like maybe, or actually, Divine Veil doesn't even work like that anymore. Yeah, like so, Seraph is like the only tool that you can really like stagger to the point where it like lasts for like fifty seconds, which I think is like insanely valuable. 50 second front load in Prague. I, I'm trying to think of when, like, that is valuable. I just, I can't recall for the life of me when I was sitting there looking at a 50 second front load in Prague that I, like, identified while we were, like, mid fall. For me, the only one was top. Like, for the, um, we used it for the start of top where, for the first, uh, Dragon Song stack. 
uh, oh, Cosmo Dive. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then we, you could like summon it to the point where like if you use Constellation like two seconds before it disappeared, it would last for the. Uh, I forgot the names of the abilities. Jesus Christ. The uh, the spread, the cannon spread. Oh yeah, yeah, the protein mechanic, yeah. Mm. And Savage though, I mean it. You are right that it's like a little bit less valuable because you're progging so fast that like. I think the only time you're going to get that value is the final turn where you're like kind of stuck on it more. But even then it's like not as nuanced as I guess it needs to be. You know, well, that's because the, the healers have very little nuance. to them. Exactly. <laughs> Unlucky, really like tragic. <laughs> uh, when we going back to Sage for just a second here again, the, the we have to assume this sage is the ideal healer that they would want to have in the game when they built that ground up, right? Or what they want currently within Endwalker, sage was kind of what they were going with. Don't say that. No? <laughs> just, I mean, just don't yeah, manifest it. That's, that's really yeah. the thing. Because the reason that Sage is so good is because it's so easy, right? Every Everything has a very obvious use case that you don't have yeah. to think about very deeply. It's very much you, you just apply apply solution to the problem, and they're all really obvious. Like the soil is, uh, what's, what's it called, Caracol? Uh, it, it's like press it and forget it instead of needing to actually manually place it and make sure that you've placed it smartly. Like everything just kind of works on its own on Sage. And and you can move while shielding. You don't need to think about where you're positioning. Like the, that's the reason that sage is good. But that's also the reason why healing is bad. <laughs> so. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, it it, go it goes to the same thing as um like white mage, right? White mage versus astra, right? Like the disparity between the two is like huge when it comes to like their healing toolkits. Like they're so different. And in a way, like scholar and sage. Are the same way like their healing toolkits are like they're very samey but they're also very different because like while sage is like the easy healer everything has like a use like when you look at scholars toolkit like you're not going to get the same effect i think as a new player that looks at it because like when you see fey blessing like you're looking at that like why would i ever like use this as like a like a newer player beginner player of the job like you look at these tools that are like kind of like really weak by themselves right like fey blessing fey illumination those two skills are like really bad in single use cases, but like when you use them in tangent with like your co-healer or like other tools in your, your your toolkit, they become like very strong because like because they're so weak, they're also like super efficient in the same way. Hmm. Well, you know, I think uh Sage kinda they front loaded the difficulty and reading the abilities. Uh maybe pronunciation, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe fake. Figuring out the pronunciation <laughs> of the names might be the toughest bit of the job. Yeah, it's pretty rough, man. Uh, and I, I remember when it first came out, Yoshida said, "This is not for starter healers." That's weird. Yeah. Every time yeah. he talks about healers, it's yeah. like the biggest L I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like every single time he brings up healers, it's like, oh god, I just want to like go in the fetal position. Like it's so bad. Like it's so bad. Don't don't get me in trouble. Care. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Don't no. get me in trouble, Care. Because then he's going to like say Mog talks opinion on this, and it's not. It's Carif's yeah. fucking carrot ass opinion. Well, can we can we talk if about? You want complex healing? Play ultimate. Oh, yeah, I was gonna. That's what I was oh. gonna bring that up too. I was gonna bring that up too. <laughs> like I mean, 
Oh. I, I, I love 30 second uptime phases followed by spamming the same green button over and over again in downtime. That's it's the, so complex. Oh, that's the thing God. about like, like it feels very weird in terms of all your face right now. <laughs> oh, no, it's God. okay. Keep going. Keep no, 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 no. So like, it, it is very weird. Like, it's. I feel like it's so easy to make like a hard healing fight in ultimate because like just make damage every like 75 80 seconds right because just doing that naturally will like like put your toolkit in a position to where like it's just super unnatural and like you can't have everything for everything right like in top like you have something for everything because like it's just designed to the point where it's like hey you know big damage nothing big damage nothing big damage nothing it's the same with dsr big damage nothing right but if you make uh damage profiles even like something like crazy like i guess 70 would be like probably the most insane you'd be able to get because at that point it would never sync up with like uh the same like tool right like you'd have to like interchange everything like every time you use something right but like it it's it's so i think it's so easy i guess i mean to be fair i guess to be fair ultimate is weird in the case where it's like push times whatever right i will give them that push timings I would rather have awkward push timings based on kill time than static healing. So we kill for that dude. No more cast locks, please. So yeah. Again, uh, I've avoided ultimate select to play uh, just because like how much time it consumes and having to form like groups and actually have coordination and work together to get these done. Um, but I am doing top because I said I would do it uh, due to a charity incentive that was six months ago at this point <laughs> so uh i only have experience with top and healing uh i don't have experience with dsr and the previous you know t uwu uh and UCOB. would you say healing in any of those fights at all at the time that it was actually released uh was difficult in any of those fights UCOB was well, fun UCOB i don't know insane. if I, I call it yeah. difficult but it was very fun no, i so think like was so hard much as fuck. Tech. i guess <laughs> I, relative I, to I everything else yeah, so like, I genuinely think that week one Savage is harder to heal on the fourth turn than than any ultimate, because because ultimates not only not only is it all just did you press your mitigation if yes you succeed if no you die, um, like the like Momo said the damage is so staggered out that you almost always have everything for everything that matters or you have like half of your stuff for one thing and then half for the other, and and you really don't have to think too much about it, whereas, like, turn four of Savage week one, you normally have to do do a bit of copium GCD healing to make sure that, that things are safe, because there there is much more frequent damage coming out. And it's kind of weird that it's like that, right? Because you'd think it would be the other way around, and the ultimates would be super tight on healing all the time, and they're just kind of not. I don't really know why. Well, I mean, week one, Savage is, like, a completely different beast overall um and so week one savage exists for one week in the game ultimate exists for like forever and so it would never get nerfed by gear or anything else right um and uh, so you would basically be having like that level of difficulty and healing for ultimate that will never be more accessible until i guess the next expansion comes out so you get you get the plus point. five eye levels with like it's like two patches later I think right like and you get potions the next patch and stuff like that and an extra mm. food that gives you a bit more HP and a bit more stats. I, mm. I feel like they could get away with it because it, it's still considered that if if you kill an ultimate on patch it's supposed to be 
like quite a big accomplishment, right? So it's it's mm-hmm. supposed to be one of those things where like y- you've killed the pinnacle content in the game, and it, it's just really odd to me that the pinnacle content in the game on patch is not the hardest thing to heal. And even even on the same expansion, like because because they are indirectly nerfed by you getting extra gear and you getting better food and you getting better potions, like the, those would also nerf the healing check because you just get well, you, I mean, you know more num- more numbers easier kind of thing. The thing is, like even if you get like a slight bit of extra numbers. Uh, I mean, I guess in some cases it will be true, but not in all cases. Uh, unless if you're the group's HP is getting down to like three digit health or like four digit health, uh, or so, that it doesn't really matter, right? With the gear upgrades, you just still have to same exact buttons the same way. You just have a little bit extra health in the end, right? Or am I understanding I th- that wrong? I think some cases they save you from a missed mit, like a ten percent or something. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't know the math for every single time it's been implemented, but like, I know for... I know damage-wise, 100%, right? Nerf every single time there's new potions or anything, because then those DPS checks start to fall down. You can miss a GCD here or there. Uh, it becomes so good. <clears throat> um, I recall Ultima changing when we got cheater gear, like our mid plan, because certain things became livable, but mm. I don't know if that's true for T or UCOB. I think um, looking back at Ultimates, too... They, Yukab and Uwe felt a lot better to heal than any of the other ultimates just because, like, as a scholar, for example, like the only tool you really had was like Indom, right? Soil was like super bad because there was like not a region on it, so like it was really only used for like mitigation. Um, and then you had your fairy, and like that was it, right? And just like having a limited toolkit like that in general is going to make things feel a lot better. Uh, on top of like the 2.5 cent cast time as well, it was like a totally different, totally different ball game. Um, same thing. U- U- U felt really good to to heal too back then. I think it was just you, sorry. You know, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, feel free to chime in. It wasn't just the toolkit. It was like, well, it it was the big part was the toolkit, but it was also like the other aspects of like the healers like had things you could optimize on. Like uh, deploying a sucker off the ferry during yeah. the Gruda phase was like felt so sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, deploy in general was like just so much stronger back then too with yeah. the uh, Krillo. Um like they the the, the back then were just they were they were smaller, I guess. Um and a little bit more, I guess I don't really like using the term, but I don't know what else to use it. They were like more clunky in the sense that like they were just less of everything and they worked differently and they weren't as strong as they are now. Hmm. And also, Okay. Back to soil. There, there was that one funny interaction that normally wasn't ever something you thought about, but during Ultima, after predation for the tumults, I would see so many groups wipe because the scholar would put soil down, and then like shadow flare would come up, and they just hit it out of instinct, not realizing <laughs> yeah. that those two were exclusive back then, and then they would die. That's a clunky so, thing. Yeah. yeah, it was so funny. Like, I don't think clunk is bad, but. It seems like it's pretty common for people to say, like, oh, if something is, like, clunky, then it's automatically bad design. But, mm-hmm. like, the thing about clunkiness, as long as it's, like, not super overbearing, is that it generally adds, like, optimization. And it adds fun to the job. Because, like, when something is super fleshed out, it's not fun, right? I mean, it's fun for, like, whenever you play it for, like, the first couple hours. But, like, after a certain while, it just becomes, like, brand AFK autopilot. So you're, um, what you're saying is get rid of all the 30... 60, 90, like perfect even second 
Oh, if they got rid of 30-second stuff, that would be insane, but they'll never do that. <laughs> they would need the change encounter design, though, yeah. to go with that. Which was going to go back to my other point, where it's like, encounter design changed at some point. I think, like, after probably Uwu, maybe before, uh, to where they started focusing more on uh, party-centric mechanics rather than, like, individual role-based mechanics. I mean, actually, I guess that probably didn't change until, like, like, way later in, like, Shadowbringers, I guess. But like it started like taking shape because like they stopped giving healers a lot of responsibility during like super intensive uh moments of the fight but like i wouldn't even mind if like they because they, they want each player to have like the same responsibility essentially when it comes to like mechanics right it's like why in top like hello world works the way it does it's why like um the dsr right there's really no hps checks because like they're all you, you they want you to have like the same responsibility as like a D or tankular right at those moments but like i wouldn't even mind if like for example i guess they made like hello world a little bit easier on healers but they made the damage much more like heavy i guess right like just just like maybe one or two like parts of the fight 30 45 seconds each where healers have a little bit less responsibility but like there's way more healing going out something like i guess annihilation does pretty well like just have them have a, some kind of debuff, maybe it splits them away from the party. Um, they have to like pick up a tether or something. It doesn't have to be super interesting or hard, but it adds like it adds like a, a sense of difficulty or I don't even know the word I would use. I mean, I would almost say that like Dark Jury and P11S kind of had a little bit of that, uh, but like. I guess like when you figure it out, you, you over mitigate it anyways, and so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, I'm more so talking about like yeah. insane healing and like ultimate specifically, not like savage. Right, right. Or it's right. just like it's like more outgoing damage than like something like J waves, I guess, or like similar damage to J waves. But like obviously like not the whole fight, but like every like maybe two times a fight, three times a fight, and then like an ultimate where like there's just an HPS check. Uh, healers have like a little bit less responsibility. And like mm -hmm. DPS or tanks, but like at that moment, their responsibility is keeping the party alive. That, this is essentially the Garuda phase, right? Yeah. Like it, the the you would sit there. I remember watching groups that they had to space out the the melee cleanses so that you know the healers could uh, do it because they weren't fast enough on the draw with Endon. Yeah, like I think Garuda is a good example of a good healing phase. Living Liquid is really good. Like Living Liquid, for example, you don't really do anything as a healer, but it's like it's still pretty engaging, I think, because like you still have to dodge do like the doll explosions, right? You can't just sit in the center, like you're dodging the doll explosions. Um, you're still moving for like the cast or not cascade, the um, the sluices and the proteins and all that. Like there's still like movement going on there that kind of like adds like um a bit of flavor to like how you're handling mechanics and healing because they can't you can't just plant right. That's like the kind of healing that I'm talking about. Uh, BJCC is also a really good example. Where like you're constantly moving around the arena, you can't just sit still and plant. But like you don't really have that much responsibility outside like being in the water stacks. Do you think there's a lot of improvement in healing overall that could be just done through simple fight design? Uh, yeah, then change I mean that's kind of like what it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean it it has to be right. Like there's like the whole reason why healer as a role exists is to handle a specific niche of encounters. So like. You can't change healers without changing the encounters as well. Mm -hmm. Or at least you can't do it in a way that's going to feel good. Yeah, because, I mean, if you vary up the healers too much and you do too much, that, that makes the engagements with uh, those fights uh, a little bit different overall. 
uh, and we'll start to have one healer is better than the other healer and everything else, but if you make just overall changes that would make it more fun to heal throughout a fight, that might be the easiest path for where Enix going in the 7-0. I don't think you're going to get a fix out of set like because like healers got this way. I think I, I complain about this on Twitter. I, I need to stop doing. <laughs> that. If you Every say anything on Twitter, yeah, yeah complaining like, is usually in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, like healers got to where they are. Like it wasn't like a night and day change. Maybe with mm -hmm. the exception of scholars' toolkit going in the Shadowbringers, but like most things were like slowly like chipped at over time. It, mm -hmm. it wasn't like one change and now healers are awful, right? It's like there were like a hundred changes that got us here slowly. And if we want to get back to like something similar or halfway, it's going to take like a lot of tiny changes to get us there. I don't think 7.0, there's anything they could do to like make healers, you know, immensely better. They could make it slightly better and, and maybe that would be enough, you know, given time. But it's, it's funny because I gave T a lot of slack when it came out and i still think like t is like one of the biggest like letdowns terms of ultimate because like it had the most potential but like it is quite literally the closest thing to like a perfect healing fight that you can get the only issue with t is that there's no like not a like if t had the mitigation checks of dsr then it quite literally would have been like the perfect healing fight because it has the hps checks down and it has like the individual world you have like wormhole inception right you have those mechanics down uh, healers like it's not as hard to heal but like you're still doing everything as everybody else right like, you have those mechanics and then there's just nothing after like like bjcc right so like if they added like dsr style mitigation checks to t where you like you let's say at the time like maybe like you need like 70 60 percent mid or 50 percent mid to live in aoe like you only need like 30 percent or 20 percent right uh but like they're more frequent like it would have been quite literally like one of the best healing fights in the game but it's just missing like the that style of healing which is like the same for dsr and and top right like uh, actually probably dsr top is top has a lot of issues that like aren't associated with healing in terms of like um the healer role itself mm -hmm. but like dsr could have also been like a really good ultimate to to heal if it had like the style of hps checks that like t did right like those two are probably the closest to like the perfect fight that they've released right and it's really weird to me like that they don't follow like that same design philosophy because that's what i was hoping for i was hoping top would be like a mix of t and dsr in terms of like the the way they did the healing formula but it was just like it was neither <laughs> it was like it was neither it was like a worse version of dsr in terms of like healing yeah instead people go out they beat it without healers i okay can can we rant about that for a moment like we can absolutely it's, yeah it's, go it's ahead. great it's great yeah. that they beat the fight without healers but that is like that's not the statement about healers that like you think it is nah. like any problems that healer have has have like nothing to do with the funny like like uh the the top no healer clear mm -hmm. that's just like oh god i it's i, more I of don't a testament I, to other jobs toolkits than the healers yeah, yeah. themselves I, I don't i really don't like it when someone's like flaming healers but they're not flaming them in the right way does that make sense yeah sure like, sure sure yeah. like like i'm okay far be it from me to tell someone not to flame something okay i am a flame enjoyer but like you gotta you gotta be you know precise and like correct with it you know okay Eric's but, like that older sibling that like he's allowed to like pick on his like his like younger sibling but like if somebody else does it it's like <laughs> everyone else is like leave him alone yeah <laughs>
Uh, also, when you were talking about tea, I'm surprised you said it needed DSR deep mitt checks and not what it's actually missing, Momo. What's that? It's the pinballs from A7. Ah, goddamn okay, no, dude. Okay, like, seriously, I said... no. <laughs> that was What's the that? jankiest crap back in the day. We don't need no, it back. No, it was no. the best thing, actually. It was, it was so good. It was so, it, it was the most, like, you don't understand the visceral feeling of slide casting out of the way of the fucking I'll <laughs> massive death ball hurtling towards you in the party. I played Scholar like, and going, I got okay. away with that, right? I played right? Scholar in that fight. The, one of the few times I did healing back in the day was that fight, and it was the last one I cleared as a healer before I started doing it again. I never got uh, A8 as to how because uh, we were in a very casual group, so that was like the pinnacle of my healing days. And I was like, "This is the stupidest thing." Okay, to be fair though, that is like a very good like uh, example of a mechanic that's so simple that adds like so much flavor to like healers, right? Yeah. Like it, 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 the like dodging pinballs. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like I'm dead way? serious. Yeah, I'm because dead serious. It... Like you can't be near the party, yeah. and you have to like pay attention to your surroundings, right? Because like let's say the like the balls come from behind you, your first instinct is to move forward, right? But if you move forward, then you're, the party is in your way, and you're gonna explode them, right? That's that's like such a, it, it's actually one of the most perfect design mechanics. If if I had to except say, for like, the ball, all it depends no. on your latency. No, Frosty, wrong. L ratio. The balls were perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way i would ever want to see those things again i got ran okay, over they'd so probably much. be better they probably probably would be better like today's age right like everything is like is much more i, I think consistent now than it used to be not when i play but, on eu servers it'd be worse it, still it, you know what the the jankiness is actually i don't think that's server dependent if you go back in a3s digititis and those tethers are still as awful as they were back in heaven's ward like something is fundamentally wrong. Yeah, no, like, I think they designed the them like points. poorly. Like they coded yeah. it differently. Dude, I'm getting PTSD remembering that I had to get in the 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 magic jail. Oh, the are you talking about in in seven? Yeah, it's like in Toy Story when they're like the claw and they like go. <laughs> they yeah, and the healer away. Yeah. to do it right. The healer. Yeah, and you to gotta go. you gotta stand on the 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 vent. Oh, right? you stand else... on the poison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you stand on the gas. Yeah. Like all these things are just like see there's like these are like the examples that healers need now It's like it doesn't ha I'm serious. It doesn't have to be like something super intense You know it what? Doesn't. It doesn't. No. Let's bring I, I'm with you. Let's go back to a2 as well Bring that back in too, man. Like the getting into a mech and running bombs around Oh a2? Mm-hmm. I had to do that as a dragoon because my healers were awful. I don't I know did it I as a machinist so uh i i liked it but uh <laughs> i wish i didn't have to do it on dragoon we also couldn't get our our ninja to do it because he was like a geriatric or something and he couldn't like click on the bombs when like the enemy list overflowed look you can't get pinballs back and not bring the mech back as well yeah you can no yeah bring the pit you can do it you no. can do it no we, if we're gonna go that direction i i need the mech back as well everyone talks about hide error but hide error was mid the pinballs based Jeez. All right, we're 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 falling into madness here at the very end of this show. <laughs> we have been going up for over two hours now, by the way, which is kind of crazy to me. Uh, every single time we do a show, it's almost like that. But like, th definitely today, I didn't feel it at all. Uh, stuff. 
Yeah. You never, never underestimate the rant potential of healer players. Yeah. Never. Jeez. Well, before we, you know, we wrap up the show and everything else, to let, let's do this. What, what other topics? Did we miss anything with healing? I think I had like a little mini list on the side of things that I just want to make sure we hit, and we hit all of them. Are there any other things that, like, on a healer show, talking about the state of healing in Final Fantasy fourteen is pretty vital to talk about? Are any little things that were on your mind that you wanted to bring up? Uh, I, I suppose we didn't talk about the fact that Astro is getting reworked next expansion. Uh, oh, is oh, it? Just Again? kind of nervous about it. I got, I got a <laughs> banger prediction. Stop. I got the best prediction. I don't want to hear Momo's it. heard it. You've, you already know what it is. I probably know what it is. It, okay, guys, hear me out. Are you guys ready for this? Yoshi P is going to love this because it's awful. So, like, all right, every uh -huh. 20 seconds, right? This is brand new system. You've never heard of this before. Every 20 seconds, you gain a lady, right? And and and, and when you lose, <laughs> no, when you use no. a lady, when you use a lady, you gain a stack of whatever, of funny <laughs> points, right? In every three stacks you gain, so like every minute maybe, some would say, mm -hmm. you gain a lord. And you can use a lord, and its potency is roughly equal to four malefics. <laughs> okay, 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 you know what's okay. Sad? I think that might actually be a realistic thing they could do. No, yeah, and they get rid of Earthly Star, so like you don't have star anymore, so like that supplements like the lady, incoming lady healing, right? You make every lady like 300 potency, so like you get three a minute. That's that's like 900 potency of healing a minute. Star is already 720, so it's like, you know, you don't really lose or gain too much, and it, you know, there you go. Boom. Why don't we, if, why if don't we just make it right, draw one card every single time? Let's just do that. Or just get rid of the card system in particular. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, It'll be on the GCD. All we need is lady. They'll put the cards on the GCD or something, I'm sure. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Oh, I'm really nervous about the rework. I feel like I feel like it's just going to be the I have zero faith. I have zero faith. I have zero faith. I have zero faith. I have all faith. the... You know what? I have all the faith. It's going to be great, guys. I don't. Look, I, I, it's going to be fantastic. Don't worry about it. Astro is going to be literally in the golden state. They're going to listen to the casual players, but the casual players don't even know what they want when it comes to the Astro Legend. Like... Like so many people are like, oh my god, I love the old card system, and they, I, I look at them and I'm like, you haven't played the old card system. Like you, you, like they, they love the idea of like, oh, I pull one card and it's like, oh, you know, it's it's every card has its uses and it's fine. You can like that, but to say that system is like objectively better than the system we have now is like ridiculous. Like it, yeah, it just like. The the problem with the old card system is that yeah everything had its uses but two thirds of them were awful and and you only used them in very fringe cases and then you just had it on your card list doing nothing and like I I liked the old card system too it was fun but it was also bad and and that's something we have to accept you know <laughs> I disagree I loved getting giving enhanced arrows to my monks personally that was okay no it was fun I, I actually i mean in terms of fun factor yeah it was more fun because you could do like wonky stuff like enhanced arrows or like before spear was changed to crit like the enhanced spears like reducing your cooldown like that stuff is like intrinsically fun because it just it just makes the game play like 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 just interesting even if it's suboptimal right you know what would be really interesting is if they made it to where you could give cards to other players and then they get an action 
you know, where your duty action pops up, but then they can press it and time it with their stuff whenever they want to do it. Give them a duty oh, action. Oh, so they, 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 they get yeah. the card and they can activate it when yeah, they, they want Yeah, they have the ability to activate the card, but they have that to do it. That would actually be interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be pretty cool. Yeah, well, and like it would show up like... exactly where duty action would show up, right? Wait, what if what if you could actually like place cards, but like you could like activate multiple at the same time? So like you could just like place your cards before a burst window, and like as the burst window came, you you like activated them. Wait, that actually sounds kind of cool. I'm well, not they did yeah, sweet. So, like you get three of a kind, or you get like some other stuff, right? What if it's like like you Yu-Gi-Oh this bitch, right? Like you put them down on the field, and when you need to activate the trap card, you go run over there to the card and you stand on it. I, they did that in uh, yeah. there was like that one dungeon where you had to run into like the 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 frog thing. You know what I'm talking about? I think it was like oh uh, yeah 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 the yeah the Wonders uh, Palace Hardware or something. Yeah 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 the the Tomberry one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could just do that. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Well, hopefully <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I I I have no clue if I'll be invited to that preview, but uh. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, they don't need to rework Sage. They don't need to rework... I mean, do they need to... I mean, in your opinion, I assume they don't need to rework anything, right? Mm. I believe. I mean, we know ED is getting removed. I, I, I would be very surprised if Energy Drain is still around in 7.0. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they I, didn't I, want it to be here this expansion. They just begrudgingly gave it back to us after we whined loud enough. I think ED being returned is like pinnacle people knowing healers are bad, but not knowing why they're bad. I think it was fine in Shadowbringers, but with the existence of Sage, it just makes it's just like it does feel so bad when like your co healer is like a scholar because like you know they just don't want to press like Aether Flow because like oh no, they're losing damage. Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh no, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, damage doesn't doesn't matter nearly as much. But um, all right. So is that the only other thing? Like the astral rework? Was there anything else that we probably should cover on a show like this? Nerf sage. <laughs> Nerf sage. No, leaf sage is perfect. DDPS. Uh. Um. All right. Well, with that being said and everything, I guess it is a good time for us to start wrapping up. I know, Momo, you got a place to be here in a little bit, too. Um, yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, but this has been fun. I'm, I'm glad you guys came on. It, it was awesome talking about healers, uh, especially since uh, I've been so heavily invested in uh, the role recently. So uh, thank you for indulging me with that as well. I'm have no clue what the future of healers look like <laughs> going into the next expansion, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping for good. I mean, I again, I think they designed Sage in a way that they should design it. Uh, so it gives me hope for whatever they're gonna do next, but I don't know. Maybe I'm over optimistic right now. I mean, if if you enjoy the way it is, don't let us take that away from you. Yeah, yeah, Even don't take it away wrong. from you, Kareth. I don't give a fuck what you think. Um, That's okay. Neither does Yoshi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the they're pretty happy with the way healing is, and healing isn't like yeah. awful. It's like it's just yeah, not the flavor of which yeah, the majority of us it, particularly enjoy. I feel like more than anything, it's like a game design or fight design issue that 
yeah. then seeps into the job design issue. And if they change that step by step, healing, even with the jobs as they are, will become better. Yeah, it it really is like it, it's it, it is less of like a healing thing. Healing like fights are can be fun to heal, but it's a matter of can it design fights that are fun to heal. All you got to do is have bad players, man. Yes. It's not even like a bad player like point of view. Like you got to trust us. We've done that before. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm I'm the new happy healer here with the old jaded veteran healers discussing all this. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how my my opinion goes. Because oh, this, I'm going to be doing these fights for nine months. Nine months of healing people and picking them up off the ground. So we'll see how my opinion changes in the next handful of months, I guess. Um. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do uh, some wrap up stuff here. Shout outs from you guys and everything. Uh, if you want people to find you, where they can find you, all that great stuff. Uh, and real quick, just roll call for Criterion, though, for so people can know. Um, Momo, are you doing Criterion? Uh, only normal. Just normal. Okay. Renan. Uh, I'll be doing it. I'm not going to be doing any kind of race on it or anything, though. I don't actually think we're doing Savage until maybe the weekend. I'm not sure. So, okay. So, yeah. And Karif? Uh, I guess Kindred's going to be doing two different groups, but neither is racing. I think okay. one of us is doing server up normal mode, and the other one's doing 2 p.m. PST the same day. Yeah. I mean, on that note, like, it, I'm in kind of a weird spot right now with just not enough people really alarm clock in it i mean a hand it's almost as many as that would alarm clock extreme at this point you know uh it doesn't feel like there's a lot of people going and trying to get it right at server up so i i don't know what that means for the tracking side of everything i'm gonna be feeling out for the next day or so but i'm still going to look and see what teams are actually out there interested in doing it it almost doesn't even seem more fit to have an event <laughs> to be honest with you that's unfortunate that's yeah. kind of sad it is uh but we'll we'll see how that goes. I would like to get something going, and we do have people who are interested in being a part of that. I also have to set up a production server and do a couple things before. Um, but guys, keep uh, an ear out to Twitter for that, uh, and I'll let you know. I'd like to be up and at least watch it, but if only two, two or three teams are out there doing anything, it feels kind of awkward uh, to do it, but we'll see. Uh, and we'll see if there's more teams that get inspired uh, over the next day or so. Um, but that being said, Momo, can you uh, say any of the last thoughts you have on the show and where people can find you if you want them to find you? Thanks for having me on the show. You can find me over at twitter.com slash FFXCBMomo and twitch.tv slash FFXCBMomo. <laughs> any shoutouts to anybody? Um, Do you, is there anyone you're like, I'm glad this person's in my life or anything like that? Or are you just like, F everybody? I... Shout out to Team DN. <laughs> Team D's Nuts. Oh, you said it. You said I it. I thought it's good for Death Snail. It is Death Snail. Okay, thank you. Thank no, you. No, why, why would it be Death Snail? It's not even DS. You wouldn't get it. Death Nail. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it, man. Yeah. The S is silent. Oh, <laughs> the name as well. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Rudan? 
Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, my my Twitch and my YouTube are both Rim Banana. Uh, you can follow me if you want. Um, also, thank you to my group for actually getting weeklies done in a very timely manner today, so that I wasn't late. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because it was a clo- it was almost a close one. It was almost a close oh, one. Snap. Oh, that feels great. Weekly is getting stuff done in an organized time. At all. Uh, sorry. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, Red. Uh, I know this is the first time having you on as well. It was awesome to get to talk to you and and meet you and everything. Um, you know, just a quick side note. I do want to get like a show going with uh, early guide makers. Uh, discussing guide making and everything, uh, you know, right when like Savage Tears come out, that become part of you know this the strategy that's adopted early on in Party Finder. Uh, uh, that's that's a can of worms. <laughs> that's yeah, I want to open it. I want to open it. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, just a small side note. Uh, if you ever get interested in something like that. All right, yeah. Kerf. Yeah, you're coming on. I don't give a fuck what you say, yes or no. Kerf. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, my Twitch is my character's name, Kerf Crestfall. Uh, I'm not a content creator, so I don't stream. I, I stream infrequently, uh, but that is where I will stream. Yeah. Uh, and I am thankful for Kindred. <laughs> thankful for Kindred. I I wish they would like let me not heal though. You know, that would be Who who would heal beside you in that group? Oh, I don't care. I'm I'm not I'm no longer asking. Would you say you don't care? Ugh. I hate Momo. (laughs) I hate Momo so much. Uh yeah. (sighs) Yep. Uh, but would anyone in your group do you feel comfortable with them healing? I guess is the best, or do you not care if about that either? I don't. I, I mean, like there are people that are willing to heal when we do all jobs, but no, there's no way. Any, all of them have to deal with me talking about healer. You think any of them are excited about the idea of healing? <laughs> hey, <laughs> to be fair, you had the the chances here. You know, you let Kamachi uh, go ninja. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to talk. Don't, don't talk to me. I'm. I'm blocking you on this. Oh <laughs> uh, well, thank you all for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun. I know it was kind of short notice getting it all together and everything. Uh, running into just a ton of. It. You know what? Content creation has turned out to be almost more work than when I was doing content creation on the side <laughs> and doing my full time job. It's intense. Uh, so, but yeah, it's it's interesting, kind of figuring out uh, how to get all this stuff together now too. But this has been a topic that I've been wanting to do, and you guys are all people I respect uh, when it comes to healing, and apparently the community as well. All right. Uh, so, thank you for what you do. Thank you for talking to me and letting me have my puppy dog eyes and trying to dim in the light. <laughs> A bit <laughs> and make me sad about what I might be going into soon where I'm not gonna have the fun of or I'm not gonna enjoy resing people anymore. I don't know, there's there's weird people out there that forever like that's that stuff, right? 
I mean, maybe. I mean, I, you know, you can rest easy knowing that Final Fantasy fourteen is a game uh, that has the armory system, and with it, you can <laughs> play something else. Unless your group doesn't allow you to, huh? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm trying my best out here. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that all being said, guys, uh, we're going to wrap up now. We'll do a raid. Momo, you're streaming after this, right? No. Oh, shit. We're just doing like our, we're just doing like our fast weeklies. Like, not even going to take like an hour. Oh, okay. Okay. I tried, chat. I tried. Uh, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I going to, uh, we'll, we'll figure out the, we'll, we'll raid somebody here in a second. But, anyways. Uh, guys, hang around for just a moment more. We have uh, a lot of stuff maybe coming up next week too. Pay attention to Twitter, Frosty TV stream, or Demog Talk Twitter, uh, or on Threads. You know that's there now too. Uh, and then I'll try to post an update about what we might be doing with Criterion, uh, as well as what next week's show was going to be, which is likely going to be on Criterion as well. And then we have Fan Fest coming up, which I'm going to. If you guys are going to Fanfest as well, make sure to just say hi to me while you're out there. Just, you know, also use deodorant. That'd be great, too. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, we'll go ahead and say bye and then stick around just for the raid. All right. Bye, everybody. Everybody say bye and wave at the same time. I'll know if uh, you're not waving or not. I'm right, waving. Bye. 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 bye.